So, as you know, I'm swapping out as a player today. I did not know that. Oh, yes. So, Chris is taking over for some time. Some time. You guys don't He's mind. running a single adventure. A couple, it'll be a couple of sessions. But. Okay. Uh, I should warn you oh. that the next one I will probably be on travel for. Okay. I could call in, but... Or, like, get it through, like, internet or something. I'll be, I'll be in hope. Thank you. No uh, I don't know if I can... I don't, well, I might be able to get my netbook. we do a remote? Potentially. Maybe. Potentially. We can do that. We've done it before. Yeah, why isn't Brian here on remote? See <laughs> <laughs> so try he's traveling, too? Or? I don't know where he is today. Oh, he's... Um, He's got some family business he's taking care of. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't have a chance to call earlier. I was, like, on my way here, and I got the call. It's like, got to do the family stuff. Gotcha. No problem. Yeah, what sort of plant creatures are available to talk to you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are um, we making new characters here? No, we're not making new no. characters. Same I'm, characters. I'm learning a language. Same can be. Okay, I've been out of it for like three weeks, four weeks. So. That's okay. Well, you guys, basically, you hit, Me too. We, we haven't played in three or four weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I haven't missed anything. Yeah, you haven't missed right. anything at all. Um, we came to like kind of an st- adventure stopping point after you guys escaped out of... Uh, you Me escaped too. from Anthic down in uh, in Proferies, and then we were basically... We're gonna we did? Sp- yes. Don't you remember the fight? You were Yeah, to, yeah, we... we, uh, we Anthic came in and he scared off uh, Anthic. Yeah, exactly. And then ran. He came in. He came this close to killing Karnak, and then basically he had blown his wad, and then you came guys, about that close to killing him. Yeah, exactly. And then he said, "All right, we're out." <laughs> was this the last session? This is the last time we yeah. all played together. Yeah. Yeah, you think I missed that one? How about a no, recap? You were here for that? No. How about a recap on the uh, while we were recording? All right. Uh, Jeez, let me see. In last month's episode. In last month's episode. Yeah. This is Rob, who jammed last session. I've got mine here somewhere. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can. Uh, I've got to pull up the. I don't know if I wrote a summary. You have internet here. I'm pretty sure. I did. <laughs> By the way, uh, I well, with regards to the language thing again. Yes. Sylvan has unicorns uh, now. Yeah. Like, would Aquan have like sea unicorns? Because there's like seahorses. There's also narwhals, which are like kind of like. Yeah. A narwhal's a whale. It's an animal. It doesn't have a language. There aren't any magical narwhals that could be like a sea unicorn. And, uh, a narwhal's an animal. Damn it. There might be sea unicorns. I don't know. Well, do you really want to talk to a sea unicorn? If you really want to talk to a sea unicorn, I'm the DM. I can arrange that for you. I can't guarantee how enlightening it will be. I would like nothing better than just talk to a sea unicorn. I'm just kidding. I'm just trolling. I'm not trolling. Messing with you. I'm just taking you seriously. Which is kind of like messing with me. No, yeah. Alex, I don't get the joke. What would it take to <laughs> if a raccoon decided to climb it or something? I don't know. They're bolted in, though, right? I mean, yeah. Let's see. I mean, I can I can imagine if they didn't torque the bolts down enough, like a strong if, if wind. If a bear or... decided to swing on it, it could <laughs> happen out of your place. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> yes. Okay. Here we I'll go. Done your guess once. So session fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the recap, session 14, Dangerous Politics. This is from July 20th. Among the refugees rescued from the Bloody Hand Gang is a merchant named Cyrus Stewart and his wife. Cyrus, in gratitude to the party, is negotiating a business proposition with Iolar. He supposedly knows the location of a lost treasure and wishes to share it if the party will cut him in for a percentage of the spoils. Uh, Cyrus also has a friend, a, gen- a cattleman, who lives west of Exenor. 
He will arrange for the party to lodge at his friend's house with the Blackwall tribute while he goes into town and tries to get a message to Lord Alban. Uh, ILR thinks this is wise, and the party settles down on the farm to rest from their trials. Lord Alban shows up two days later, although with a new face that ILR has not seen before. Uh, Alban opens the sealed tribute chest and discovers that it contains worthless lead weights. There is some kind of plot afoot. He agrees to investigate this and make inquiries with Lord Proferes and Lord Anthic, but he fears that whatever he does will merely delay the, an inevitable war. He expects that Anthic will lead uh, the Proferes army north in the spring. Taking the prisoners from the Bloody Hand Gang and Peter Wrench with him, he warns Ilar not to remain on the farm much longer. Uh, ignoring this advice, the party decides to stay just one more night. <laughs> uh, but it is one night too many. Soldiers from the army arrive, hunting them. The party is forced to defend themselves, and eventually Anthic himself shows up. The party fends off the attack, but Anthic escapes to gather reinforcements. The heroes gather what supplies they can, appropriate some mounts from the farmer, and escape into the night. They spend the next three weeks making their way north once more into Lysandria, taking care to avoid the Proferi's army, or any other attention for that matter, when we next see them, it will be November 24th, 1901, in Adrixdorf. On December 7th. Pardon? December 7th. You said it was supposed to be December 7th? Well, I got my notes right Alright, then it could be December 7th too, it doesn't matter. It said return to Adrixdorf on, on December 7th. Alright, we'll make it December 7th then. And Hideous Laughter was most successful this time. <laughs> Anybody else need anything else printed? Nope, I think we're good. All right. Well, uh, I'll think try about and, uh, that for a second. <laughs> no, you don't need anything printed. Success? <laughs> Yay! All I'm going to say is success. As I come downstairs and collapse. No. <laughs> there we go. December. Thank you, sir. Yay, I can read it. Oh. Zerunal is, uh, is disappointed that he lost his wagon, but... Um, oh, you lost the wagon? Yeah, yeah we have to leave it behind. You were fleeing in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that wagon doesn't go very fast. We gave up the wagon. Anybody want yeah. a beer? You gave up the wagon and stole some horses. Yeah, I'll take a beer. Wagon. Yeah, the wagon did last. There's 14 sessions. Like dragging in that wagon. Right? <laughs> I've got one of those. One of those. Beer? I may come back with one yet. Yeah, that's true. So, um, I guess because I'll do the first part, because we have to finish, you know, that last little bit of leftover business. <laughs> I think that you did a bit, did, did you, did you make a note, uh, Joel, of what the final negotiated settlement was on the uh, percentage that uh, Mr. Stewart was going to get for giving up the EU location and information of the... There was no final negotiation. I'm pretty sure that you guys mentioned, like, at least 15 to 20 percent or something. It was discussed, but there was no final agreement. All right. So what do you think is fair? Well, part of the problem (laughs) that we had was, what's his risk in it? If he wants profit, then he needs risk. Well, his risk is that you're going to go off, take the treasure, and never come back again, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> not really you can do that and not give him any... That's uh, <laughs> true. Any percentage. Of I, I believe he did say that he, his He did brother, offer supplies. Yes, yeah, his was brother would sp- help provision you, yeah. It was not specific as to what supplies, nor we should specific as to what well, percentage you He's also get. making money. He's also trading on his information. He has the information on where you need to go to find the stuff. Right. Um... And I know that he gave, we left, a, he was going to give you a letter for his brother, right? Who lives up in either Adrixdorf or Manadan. Which know. he did give us a letter. Yeah. To his cover, 
It's uh, Cousin Raymond Stewart and Manadan. Yes, there you go. But um, that was going to be contingent upon the final. Well, if, if, we're, if we're kind of doing a little bit of a retcon here, I mean, what is, what, what is he offering in terms of supplies? <laughs> like basic, like some pack horses and basic camping supplies? Or is he offering like military equipment? or Sounds like a table. <laughs> um, he's probably offering pack horses, food, basic, basic camping basic supplies. Traveling supplies. Basic traveling supplies, you know, whatever you would need to get out to wherever this thing is supposed to be. So that you don't have to worry about buying traveling clothes and provisioning kit and buying livestock to take with you and that kind of thing. <laughs> Perhaps I would, he could. I would, you I know would, what he would supply? He would also he'd supply you with a henchman to carry stuff and help with the uh, help with the drayage. I'd say his share is worth at most twenty percent. That's fine by him. I'd say that's 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 more than fair. Were we discussing as far as how much of whatever you know the haul from the uh, from this treasure oh, belongs to belongs to Mr. Cyrus Stewart, who's telling you where the treasure is. Oh, okay. It's all ours! <laughs> ah, you can't have any. <laughs> <laughs> Reasonable travel. He knows of something that. We'll point to the right and yes, exactly. Porter. Boy, that was quite the endeavor there. With information. Yes. Where does the cousin live? You decide, either Manadan or Edricstorf, whichever is easier for you. I think originally it was gonna be in Manadan, but this is it could be in Edricstorf too if you want it to be. No, Manadan is fine. Alright. Could you bring up the map on here? Yeah. Okay. So, 20%. <clears throat> now, where you can screw him is that he never specified net or gross, so you can... <laughs> well, in, in, in the matter of, of he's taking care of most of the yeah. expenses... The kind of non-capital expenses. Exactly. There'll be like there'll be two potions of healing. Kind of sitting for in those supplies too. When it comes to sure. it. How's that? That's that nice. Yeah. Was that the fan? Yeah. Oh. I just need to vacuum it out. Okay. It was really random. So the party's back it in. Like a printer. It does sound like a printer. Oh, it is. What's the printer doing? Freaking out. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> That's awesome. Go unplug it. I think. That's about right. It is. Yeah. There you go. So before it, you guys, it's probably confused because I had like the computer from it locked away. Yeah. Shall we do the... Do they then part ways? Uh, with who? Are we with Zernal? Well, I mean, not, not with Zernal, with, uh, with Stuart. Stuart. Oh, yeah, no, Stuart. That, that again, parted that's, ways that's, that's right down. Yeah, Stuart, okay. Stuart and Exor left you guys outside of Exor. It is the ceiling fan? Yeah. 
Damn you, ceiling fan technology! <laughs> Darn drivers! <laughs> yeah, it's, it's electronic. You can get new drivers for your ceiling fan. <laughs> Same with me. It runs Risa Speed. Maybe that will do a firmware. It runs thing. Windows Vista. I, I decline the free upgrade to Windows. <laughs> you can probably turn off the fan. It's not hot anymore. I, mean, I, I, I turned turn it off. off. Oh, it, 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 it'll get warm. Okay. Helps circulate the air a little bit. I think I may actually put a, a point into knowledge religion just for you. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to do it for me. Wanting to. <laughs> what were you going to say? You can do it for you. Well, I mean, when you run into undead stuff, I mean, then you'll actually be able to figure out what it is. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That, that, that is the whole point of knowledge religion. It's like tombs, death rituals, undead stuff. Okay. Where are we Gods, goddesses, you know. Okay. Well, yeah. You know, all that stuff that a cleric is supposed to know about. <laughs> I know about my own religion, not how you know all that other stuff. Just in case ILR is knocked unconscious. Yeah, he does. Just in case ILR is knocked unconscious. Really, you don't need to know anything. He knows it yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> kind of why I want to put the points in. It's just but like, don't. ILR, tell me about, like, religion. Do yeah. it however you want. Where are we at? How many XP? Four. Eighteen. I know where I'm Eighteen. Eighteen what? Oh, okay. I don't know. He said, tell me about religion. <laughs> <laughs> it tells you 18 religion. worth of religion. We're at 9860. Do you know? Uh, I think I do. I think I wrote it Somewhere in fourth grade. Does everybody else have 9860? Actually, I think I have 11. 9861. 11060. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the party gets back to Edrisdorf, December 7th, 1901. <laughs> Chris is GM and bonus XP for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Before Chris takes over completely, um... It's, uh, it's, uh, there's a light dusting of snow on the ground. It is extremely cold. Uh, everybody's hunkered down into their, uh, cold weather cloaks. Uh, uh, let's see. You've got, uh, the animals that you took from the farmer down, uh, west of Exonor. Uh, you roll into town. The wall has been, around the town has, uh, been pretty much completed. Um, the, you know, huge numbers of, uh, soldiers are no longer there. But uh, there is a, you know, you, you do see soldiers there. There is a garrison there, and obviously the garrison is probably bigger than it was before you left. But uh, all the extra workers have since uh, gone on. So, anybody you want to contact in town first? Um, crap, who's the local guy? That would have been Lord uh, Enfield or his uh, son, um, Sir Colwyn. Colvin is the one we have more contact with. Yeah. He might he's not be there. The he's uh, the adjutant to the Lord Marshal, so he may or may not be in town. Oh, but Lord we'll Enfield is we'll his father. him first, and if not, then Enfield. Okay. Uh, we'll say that Colvin is not in town, but Lord Enfield is in town. Um, he's happy to see you. Welcome back. Uh, good to see you. I'm, I'm glad to see you again. And uh, he asks you for a, uh, a basic rundown on... Uh, what uh, you know? What you saw, and I assume you—is there anything that you would particularly like to point out to him, or keep from him, or is there any way you want to couch the information as you relate back to him your hearty tales of adventure over the last two months that you've been gone, and why you should pay us for it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's important part right there. Um, they're going to attack in the spring. <laughs> well, I think we should at least give him a, a extremely 
rough executive overview okay. of um, not necessarily troop counts, but uh, that the, the tribute was uh, stolen by a gang of rogues. We recovered it, uh, rendered it to uh, Lord Alban. Lord Alban of Exenor, mm-hmm. uh, who discovered it was made of um, lead bars. And has uh, uh, taken it to uh, go in and uh, consult with the uh, lords of Preferis. Okay. You're going to tell him about Anthek in particular? Um, only that the, the, the armies in uh, Blackwall Station are being commanded by an, an elf named Anthek. Okay. And anything about uh, Lord Blackwall? He's actually he's curious to know about Lord Blackwell because Lord Blackwell is, I believe, his cousin or uncle. I think he's his uncle. Do you remember? Do I remember? Um, that that uh, Lord Blackwall is is being essentially kept under the thumb of Lord Anthony. And how is uh, how is he taking it? How's his son? Uh, his son, unfortunately, was. Uh, Instrumental in stealing the tribute and leading the no, that wasn't his no, son. That was wasn't it? That was Peter Wrench. Oh, Peter Wrench. I'm sorry. His son was instrumental in us retrieving the yes, um, with treasure. Unfortunately, he lost his life. Yeah. Oh, that is that is that is horrible. He did die in valiant combat. That is terrible news. But uh, uh, how does his father take it? Uh, I don't. I've not seen his father since. We're not even sure he's aware. Oh my. Well, it sounds like things are, are really in, are uh, really bleak. Departure from uh, Blackwall Station for fairies was rather uh, hasty. I understand. I understand. Well, I appreciate your efforts, and uh, is there? Uh, I, I, I have had. Um, I have had a uh, a letter that was delivered by a uh, by magical means, and he, sh- he shows you a letter that was. Um, it's basically it's a addressed to you. Um, it's a letter from uh, your. I think you, you originally contacted your cousin, uncle, or something. It was like your that. cousin or your uncle back in uh, back in Old Alfan. I'd have to go back and look that up. But it's a letter from home, basically saying that your messages have been received um, and uh, being passed through channels. Uh, there is potential for some kind of opportunity, and uh, if there's anything that you can do to reestablish normal communications between the old world and uh, and the mother country, that would be good. Um, is it referring specifically to? Wait, wait, you get the world, idea that the they're world, no, are they, is it referring to or the, the colonies? The, col- I the say. colonies, or are they yeah. referring to the Elven colonies? The, they're referring to the Elven colonies. So you get the feeling that they're talking about like the old gates and right. things like that. So if there's anything you can do on that end, to that effect, that would probably be helpful. But in the meantime, you know the uh, the petition of uh, Lysandria is being considered. Um, I will read it and, and uh, report that to Enfield. Okay. All right. Enfield asks if there's anything he can do for you. Um, 
in our travels, we've, we've come across some reports of, of um, ancient elven magics, and perhaps either you or any of your scholars may have heard any stories of, of strange happenings or mystical places or, or uh, old stories of unusual gateways. Well, I I do know that uh, the the old King of the Storm Elves was you know a bit further north than here. So anything that uh, that remains from that would be up, you know, probably in Nodellas or uh, or uh, in um, the Heathlands, possibly more in, in the direction of the Heathlands and further north of that. They were far up in the, uh, you know, the, the, the homes of, of the elves was were far up in the uh, in the storm reaches. So I'm afraid that area of the world is overrun with giants now. Mm. So I've I've heard often. Few the storm elves who are, are still about. Oh, I, I believe one of our companions would have uh, probably uh, one small request. Certainly. Um, in our, our uh, retreat from Proferies, we, we lost some equipment which was rather dear to him. Oh, I'd be happy to reimburse you for that. Kurt! <laughs> Folks, <Pope> Zeranol. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you wouldn't mind, sir. <laughs> there was my my business, as it were. My traveling cart, which contained my alchemical supplies. I shall do what I can to make you whole, sir. <laughs> I, would, I would be ever so grateful. Okay. Lord Preferies will uh, authorize uh, the dispensing of, let's say, 150 gold pieces. That should handle the cart and alchemical supplies. <laughs> and a pony, I would think. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's very generous of him. We'll take it and run. All right. I think you left that here. Oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> yes, that would be. I thought his name was that. It's sharpened now. <laughs> okay. Uh, if there's anything else that you want to uh, say or do or interact with... Uh, Lord Enfield, on the subject, let me know. In the meantime, um, Enfield insists on putting you all up at his uh, at his estate. Of course, I'll accept. I um I, w- I will mention kind of a casual side that uh, got rumors that uh, perhaps Aquilonia has has leveraged a hand in, in some of these activities here. Oh. Indeed. Oh, are you going to tell him about uh, Karnak's half brother there? And nope. Okay. So he says uh, he's he's unsurprised by this. He's, he's very fretful over it. He's, yes, I know. I, the Aquilonians they've been they've been putting a lot of pressure on us diplomatically. They want us to come under their protection, but uh, we prefer to remain independent of them if we can avoid it at all costs. Well, there are uh, there are certainly uh, local factors at work in uh, stealing the tribute. I, I suspect that uh, secretly Aquilonia had no small part of it. Well, this is uh, interesting news. Interesting news. Sadly, it's not completely unexpected news, but it is good to know. I will. Uh, I'll be passing this on to my son, Lord Marshal. I'd be very interested to find out about that. And, uh, based on, on our interactions with uh, the Elven Commander, yes, uh, I suspect that uh, 
politics will only stay his hand from so long. Stay his hand for so long from uh, leveraging his forces against you. Any idea when we might expect an attack? Perhaps, perhaps by spring. We may wait till the, the snows have melted. Uh, we shall be ready for him. We shall be ready for him. <clears throat> Many preparations. Thank you, Sir Ilar. Your your aid in this has been much appreciated. Consider it a favor. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to move the recorder just a little bit closer this way because since Chad's sitting over there, we'll... Um, Alright, so he puts you up in his estate. Everybody's given nice rooms. Um, Saverin, there's a room put aside for you and Sarah Jane. <laughs> Speaking of Sarah Jane, um, so the morning after you arrive, you're having breakfast and and Sarah Jane um, takes you aside, actually. She says, Saverin, I, my love, I, I have something that I, I, I need to tell you. Okay. <laughs> she says, um, she kind of blushes a little bit, and she says, um, I'm late. And what does this have to do with me? <laughs> <laughs> Say, well... Um, I, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> that uh, I, I may be with child. Huh. That's rather interesting. I wish you the best of luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Many blessings she, to you. She, she kind of like gives you a little playful... Uh, <laughs> kind of Saffron. Uh, Sarah. Really, many blessings to you. <laughs> now, my love, we have to make plans. Ah, you use the word we. How interesting. <laughs> um, well, uh, yes, plans should be made of sorts. That sounds good. Obviously, I'm going to stay with you for as long as, as possible. I know that you are heading into sometimes dangerous places, but uh, but certainly we will. You know, I will travel with you as far as I can go. You know I don't have the power to immaculately conceive children. Right, <laughs> <coughs> the DM, I think, is uh, <laughs> um, This is a PG thirteen podcast, so like uh, any you know, good PG thirteen. Uh, uh, are you saying we're just kind of, we're just kind of glossing over whether, how this may be possible, but just it's happened. You, <laughs> you bumped in the night. <laughs> you, you do realize there was a doppelganger involved as well. Do doppelgangers impregnate? Like I don't know. <laughs> you do you? <laughs> Huh? I don't know. Do you? Is that a knowledge religion rule? No. <laughs> okay. What no. Knowledge family planning rule. Knowledge yeah. dungeoneering. <laughs> dungeoneering 101. Doppelgangers knowledge, knowledge family history. <laughs> yeah. Not nobility. <laughs> Perhaps nature. You think? <laughs> <laughs> Doppelgangers aren't natural, though. <laughs> I'm sure there's a whole section of knowledge nature dedicated to, like, if a lion and a tiger... <laughs> if a horse and a cat... Never mind. Um, so are... are well, it, it, in a meta OOC sense, yes. are you implying that Sarah Jane and, and my character have been... I'm saying that it's within the realm of possibility. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think I want that for my character. 
<laughs> well, I, I will, though, you know, it, it's possible that you haven't, too. I'm not saying okay. that you have. I'm not saying that you have. I'm not saying uh-huh. that you haven't. I think it should be noted that it's been some, what, four months since the doppelganger? Um, actually, it's been two months since the doppelganger. Maybe they have a really uh, slow gestation period, or a really long gestation period. There, there is one other factor that you haven't considered. <laughs> How come Karnak is nowhere to be found? <laughs> <laughs> like the Matrix, he has dodged that bullet. <laughs> there, there, there is there is one other. Oh, okay. There is one other factor that, that you haven't adequately considered. Uh, okay. Which which have, would probably have to do with the how Sarah came to be traveling with you in the first place. That she's lying about things. No. Oh, that she ran away from her family because she was already mm, pregnant? Not entirely, no. No, there is one other thing. Something more sinister? Um, possibly. Okay. Maybe she was... Well, the, the, there, there was something that you read, I believe. On a cave wall. The, uh... <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm not going there. <laughs> uh, on, the, on a cave wall? Are you talking about the, uh, the profiteer... Or profit... Lightning crashes outside. Oh, you mean that whole divine thing? Didn't I give you a copy of the props? I don't. I think you said you were going to make a copy of it available online. I don't know if I don't know where I put it online. If I didn't give it to you, then it's got to be. He's got to be copied here somewhere. Yeah, exploration of opportunity. Did I give it to you? No, I don't have it. We were like. Extremely hungry. Let's see. Uh, where the heck is <laughs> this is Sarah Jane's song. This. Where did they come from? Saver and I have. Hey, wait, <laughs> let it play. Let it play. Saver and I have. Wait, why? Why did you turn it off? Who turned? I, I, didn't. I didn't do anything. It just came on by itself. Is it somebody's uh, phone or something? No. Here, hand me the. Uh, the remote. This is can, I, can I respond to Sarah Jane using uh, my auto-tune app? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally wrong. I don't even know where it's Let's see. Uh, no, I can't find my copy of the prophecy here anywhere. I always kind of wondered how T-Pain would tell a lady that he's not the father of her child. <laughs> There's no Something about the child coming and then the... Let me see if I bloody battle of some sort. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is online somewhere. Then all the bad guys come, and it's all up to you to save the day. Hmm. At which point, I gave you the ring of protection. (laughs) 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 The ring of STD protection. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, I was too late. Let's see. uh, (laughs) I think this ring has been worn before. (laughs) Uh, Ah, here we go. Ah, here we go. Oh, Saffron finds a prophecy it. carved on the wall, which reads... I haven't read okay, it. Okay, here's the prophecy. Here's the text of the prophecy. The text of the prophecy was... Let it be... Ah, here it is. It's right here. Oh, hello. No, that's what you were looking for. I'm sorry. It's exactly what I was looking for, yes. Go ahead, read it. Let it be shown that a day will come when Andras rises in the house of Selica, and that on this day the wanderer will come, and blood shall wash the floors of the temple. By this sign it shall be known that the time of sacrifice is at hand. Hmm. Thus it shall follow that he who takes up the shield of the starbinder, that's me, will protect the <laughs> you one... You did take up the shield. I did take up the shield. <laughs> Much to the dismay of the real prophet. Um, or the real uh, person. Um, 
will protect the ones who cannot protect themselves. And maybe me, may not. <laughs> uh, and it probably will be Karnak. Uh, <laughs> and I'll be laying there unconscious. <laughs> I'll be trying to help. Uh, okay. Anyway, and and uh, and both a great boon and both a great boon and a great task shall be la- laid upon him. Um, that he shall be present under the gaze of five guardians when the eye of Selica burns red, and shall witness the birth of the child of prophecy. Um, really? <laughs> Sarah, <laughs> child of prophecy is coming from Sarah Jane, who kind of got molested by a doppelganger. Hmm. Let's see. That he shall be protector and guide, and deliver all into the gates of delirium, where the final sacrifice shall be made. Thus have I, Galtanus of Delos, seen and set down upon this day of the winter solstice in the dwarven year 1,676. A Thursday. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So it does mention something of a child of prophecy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, you're it. <laughs> I will note that that was written on the wall where the shield was hanging. Yeah, did that? And, and I made a number? point. I made a point to give that to you before you took the shield down. Mm. I'm just reminding you of that. <laughs> okay. So I'll let Joel hang on to that. <laughs> uh, did Sarah Jane read that also, or did she? It, you know, she, she was, probably. It wasn't written in common. It was written in celestial, I believe. It could be the child of prophecy. <laughs> we need to get you a, to a temple right away. Child of young Peter. Of young Peter? It could be anybody's kid, really. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I, that, I'm really that, just trying to take her... That is the point. <laughs> just trying to take her to a temple. <laughs> trying to take her somewhere that's not necessarily near the guy who's holding the... Shield of prophecy. <laughs> um, Isn't there a temple in Lissa's port? Yeah, is there a temple around here? Can I use my knowledge religion to? There, there is a temple in town, yes, but it's not a temple of the Starbinder. Oh, okay. Oh, sort of like an ecumenical worship space. <laughs> what is it? I said it's sort of an ecumenical worship space. <laughs> hmm. No, there probably there actually there probably is a temple to the Starbinder in town. So. Uh... So Sarah is giving me, like, implying that the child is mine, or something along those lines. You're not entirely sure that... Sarah's a ch- an innocent girl. You're not entirely not sure that... Not that innocent. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't how, see it written on her finger. <laughs> how, how, you know, it, that depends on you how innocent she is. Um, <laughs> I, I, we know she had relations with a doppelganger. Yeah, it, 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 like a. But whether or not she actually understands the implications of from that my, is. From my point of view, my my. And remember, from her point of view, she did not have relations with Doppelganger. She had relations with Savern. Uh, from my point of view, Savern has had like a awkward relationship with the mm-hmm. girl who was molested by a doppelganger who happened to look like him. Yes. But at the same time, was enjoying some of the perks like getting breakfast every now okay. and then. And the, well, getting breakfast every day and back rubs and anything else that he wanted from her because she is madly in love with him. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, How strong is Sabin's? It's been at least two weeks. It's been at least two weeks since they've been together. Yeah, it's been like a month. Well, see, according to Zerunal's law, you're married. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing a half a law um, doesn't count. It's only like a half a law. 
We rescued <laughs> we rescued them at the end of October. It is so now the beginning a, of December, so it's been like five, six weeks. I, I don't think I, my character would have allowed this to have gone as long as it has. <laughs> Sarah Jane, we need to get you to a monastery right away. Um, so, Saverin, I, I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm your love, and I'm going to stay with you. I will not be, I will not be denied in that. Okay, well, for for this to be proper, you you do need to study at a Selakari temple and learn the ways of the priesthood. I will be happy to come with you and learn the ways of the Selakari. I oh, I, yeah, I, I can't offer that service. <laughs> Having only two points in knowledge religion. Is this happening? I can't teach her about other people's religion. No, no, no. He's she's not doing this in public. Oh, okay. Darn, because I was going to say there's a couple elves slapping their heads off. We still can. We probably can hear it from where. <laughs> if I channel positive energy into my shield, will that like make her disappear? No. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make her protected. No. <laughs> okay. Uh. <laughs> DM's a player out of character knowledge. All right, you know this is you know it's it's not all bleep. Don't worry. You know, cool things will happen. Okay. <laughs> to her. <laughs> That's real assuring, right? Well, I'm going to insist that you do uh, take care of this child in a proper environment, such as a Sanborn. Of course, we're going to take care of this child. No, you, you can't bring the child with us. No, <laughs> no. I have a job to do. <laughs> it does not work that way. Like prophecy shield. I don't know. Look, man, you're neck deep. You might as well start enjoying it. <laughs> Time. To give in. <laughs> no. She kind of like takes you by the arm and gives you a little, you know, hugs you around the arm and says, where would I be more safe than with the Chosen One? <laughs> At the Chosen One's temple. <laughs> Many miles away. Let's go get breakfast. Perhaps with the father of the child. <laughs> so, uh... She gives you a kiss, tells you to stop being silly and let's go get breakfast. Uh... You know I can run faster than you. I can run faster than you. You can't run from trouble, Saverin. There's no place that far. Darn. Darn. Okay. <laughs> can you run faster than the people that we sent after you? <laughs> so did you just turn my priest into a priest that molests? I, I, I have said nothing about what... That's up to you whether or not Saverin has... Uh, you know, and Saverin hasn't struck me as a particularly like you know. Did he take a vow of celibacy? That was never mentioned in the Starbinder, you know, handbook. No, but she was the <laughs> doppelganger girl. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's definitely an awkward situation. Yeah, <laughs> you've been very kind to her. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't been that kind. To her. Your doppelganger was kind to her. <laughs> That's true. And you continue to be... The doppelganger did shack her rotten. (laughs) (laughs) She's made it known on many occasions. (laughs) Haven't told her yet that it was a doppelganger. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't recommend trying to have that conversation. (laughs) It was somebody else. Wait, no, you're right. I was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. At this is the point I think where I think I can safely turn it over to, to Chris. Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> Get me out of the. Out of, yeah. Thanks for that. Don't worry. It'll be cool. Mm. Trust me. Congratulations, Father. <laughs> this is how I get people involved in the story. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> He's like, we all know. Maybe it's just an early menopause. <laughs> we, we all know that uh, there's a doppelganger involved. Yeah. So, meanwhile, Zeronal has... Um, He's got places he has to be because he wants to try and pay off his debt because he thinks he's got. I think I may have scored enough with these, uh, with a couple of items we've picked up to pay off my debt, hopefully, and uh, get out from under the, the evil thumb of my master. <laughs> um, so, Hill will go north with you if you're headed north. And well, that's towards Manadan, isn't it? Yep. He's going to hold off on buying a new wagon until he gets up to uh, his hometown where he can enlist his uh, brother for help with that. Okay. And in the meantime, you wagon for. Well, no, we ditched it. Remember? No, we ditched the wagon. Yeah, no. What do you need to buy a new one for? It was my home. <laughs> he was living well, out of that. Take wagon. that money and <laughs> use it down to by pay the back river. your debt. Or you can decide, hmm, I need another wagon. Oh, I'm going to pay the debt back first. (laughs) If I have something left over, then I'll work on the wagon. (laughs) Of course, if there's something about Zerunal, he said he always pays back his debts first. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That is true, actually, so far. (laughs) That's extremely true. Uh, I I thought the truth was that he was usually incurring more debt, but... Well, no, he is incurring more debt all the time, but he doesn't pay him back. Okay. As soon as I can. Yeah. Oh, he's incurring debt from his master, right? Yeah. Well, he hasn't been able to pay back the big debt yet, so... But now he may be able to do that. Uh, it may take him some weeks. Maybe until the spring. I'm not sure. But anyway, Zerul knows that you guys are going to embark on another venture. And uh, knowing that he won't be around to help, he may have heard that somebody that he knows tangentially is in town who might be able to <laughs> act as a replacement. He's a, um, well, before I begin, my name's Chris, I'm jamming now. <laughs> Double XP for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Triple. Rob, Chris has graciously, graciously decided to stick into the DM seat for a little bit while I step out and get to play for a little bit, because I never get to play. And, uh, everybody else introduced their character, Rob, yeah. pulled off until we get to you. Yeah, but I got to introduce yeah, our character. Say your name and your character. Uh, I'm Chad, and I'm playing uh, character Leoth, who's a uh, elf uh, from Undra. Um, he's working to uh, become a uh, arcane archer, and he's, he's venturing out in the world as part of his education. Everybody who's been listening to the podcast should already know, know this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Alex, and I play Saverin, a level four priest and uh, or cleric, I should say. And Chris just gave me a plus five mace. <laughs> <laughs> the first plus one. Uh, I'm Joel, and I'm playing uh, Iolar Hoyil, 
my Shonar uh, energy, my Ogara, <laughs> like Faberham or, or O'Shea Tamor. And uh, we're going to tie it. And we are missing. We're missing Brian, Brian who Brian. is playing who's playing Karnak, Karnak, the Shield Basher, who is guy suspiciously missing after Sarah Jane <laughs> turns up pregnant. <laughs> oh my! Look at fine. Yeah, <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> My name is, uh, His uh, character will be counted as being present, sort of, in sort of like zombie NPC, maybe he's there, maybe he's not mode. Suspiciously our... hiding from Sarah Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Unobtrusive and completely non-threatening shade following the party. <laughs> and Sarah Jane being the NPC who is pregnant, debatably, with, uh, with a children's... Child. With, with uh, a doppelganger's child. <laughs> possible child. Yeah. Or perhaps for or, no, <laughs> or it could have been Peter Wrench's child. Who knows whose it is, yeah. really? <laughs> could be anyways. It's probably not the the <laughs> chosen. Uh, all that Saber knows is that Where's he doesn't want to be the guy. <laughs> Where's the paper? Oh, can you give me? He wants the prophecy. There you go. And uh, and I'm Rob. Formerly DM, uh, once in future DM, and uh, I'm playing a mysterious character who will be introduced. <laughs> What's your character's name, though? Sneaky McSneakerson. Sneaky McSneakerson. You probably would know that I think the name that I gave you that Zeron would know him by was Victor. Victor. But that's not necessarily his real name. That's all. Sneaky McSneakerson. <laughs> So the group is headed north. Um, Zernal says that he knows uh, he has several acquaintances along this road that he may introduce to the party as a stand-in for him while while uh, the party pursues their goals and and so that I may retrieve a cut of the treasure when it comes to that. <laughs> um, I'll have to work out that agreement with uh, whoever I attract. But I'll do my best to find somebody who is um, good for the word. So, unless anybody objects, headed north to Manadab? Nope. Yeah, that's the plan. Sure. No objection. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Is it> sir? <laughs> the traffic's uh, fairly light. It's being late in the season. And, uh, Leaving sir behind. <laughs> oh, sir is there. coming with it. <laughs> Darn it. The harvest has been brought in already. Uh, most of the farming. I'll be playing Sarah too, by the way. <laughs> oh, Sarah, <great. laughs> you are enjoying the <laughs> too much. Oh, you're in trouble. She likes to sing while you ride. <laughs> um, how how far is it from Manadam to uh, Edersburg? About a week, or is it a... about? <laughs> yeah, sure, sounds good. <laughs> How many points? You're in the DM's chair. You get to decide that now. <laughs> well, you, you had the big map. That's right. I did have the big map. I don't remember. Uh, I have not uh, seen the big map. Only my interpretations of the big map. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forget. It's not that far. It's like 120 miles or something like that. Can you scroll. I know this is actually. It's less than that. I think it's actually probably more like scroll 40 miles. I know this isn't that kind of game, but what kind? Of, what happens if I were to sacrifice Sarah Jane okay. under the eye yeah. of Celica when it's burning red? <laughs> scroll. And uh, if you were to sacrifice her, <laughs> by the gates of delirium. Only one way to find out. <laughs> How many points do I lose for that? 
Can we go back to a previous save? (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, you'll barely notice she's there. (laughs) Saffron, I can't walk, I'm too (laughs) pregnant! Get me some ice cream! (laughs) Ah, Sarah Jane! <laughs> uh, during the week, is there anybody? Uh, is there anything you guys want to do while you're traveling? Yeah, I want to work on my uh, staff. Oh, well, that's week? right. Yeah, you've still got more work to do on your um. Yep. My favorite weapon. Hmm. You are headed uh, northeast, <coughs> roughly towards the bay. Um, it's about How 70 can, miles to Manadam. 70 miles? So that's 70 miles. So you can do that in three or four days. Before we headed out, actually, I needed to pick up some arrows. Okay. Yeah. Any shopping? Go ahead. Well, I have uh, learned aqua. Do I? The price of arrows is. Like is, a role playing reason to have learned aqua? Um, I'm not going to make you role play that. They read more. a book and. Yeah, uh, under, exactly. Arrows. Or I've been reading a book along the way. Or It'll be more expensive than usual. Yeah. Yeah, I did it choose Well, because well, because they're in high demand, there's, oh. a, there's a guards. Yeah. Here. I always go out and make my own. Right. You're too busy making your bow to make your arrows. Yeah, that's right. Anyhow, so I just need to pick some up. Cool. Yeah. Twenty-five. All right. So what's that around now? I'm sorry. You said like two silver. Hang on. What, what I can tell you how much it is. I'll get it up here. See, I'm not DMing now. I can do some of this bookkeeping stuff. I'm going to be scheming of ways to escape parenthood. <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> it's not mine. Must be 20 ways. Huh? Must be what? 20 ways. 20 ways? To leave your loved one. Isn't that the song? It's 50 ways. 50 ways. Yeah. <laughs> Fifty ways a week. Just roll a d twenty. If you roll a one, it's like a miscast. <laughs> you're stuck. For the rest of your life. Hey, hey, pray it's, it's a d twenty. To the starbinder, just smite <laughs> Sarah Jane. Starbinder, please strike her dead. It's a, it's one gold piece for twenty arrows. So you said it was going to be more because of the time of it's, the prices are inflated because of the uh, ah okay yes yeah, still for the so war two gold. Yeah, two, two, two. We'll call it two. That, that's after you haggle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's 25. Typically it'd be three. So that's 50 gold pieces, that was right? You got the special soldier rate. The special soldier rate. <coughs> <coughs> Can I hit the jump for a second? Pardon? <coughs> uh, like I said, traffic's pretty light. There are a few merchants. Um... Headed north and south. And uh, as you approach Manadan, there's a bazaar set up there. There's some sort of festival going on. And uh, Manadan is supposedly where you were able to find uh, Farmer Stewart's, uh, his cousin, Raymond. To retrieve the map that he supposedly has, or whatever it is that guides you to the hidden treasure. Uh, 
Farmer Stewart's son. Cousin Raymond Stewart. Cousin Raymond Stewart. Yep. He's supposed to have this map. Do you need to find this guy, or do we have any idea where he is? Uh, you know that he lives around Manadan, um, but you didn't get a specific uh, place. He's, he runs a merchant shop of general merchandise. We can just start asking around people that look like they belong there, not people that look like they're visiting. Just general, general inquiry. Well, there's a festival going on, right? There yeah. is a festival. I going imagine on. there's a lot of people going about. It's a some sort of uh, local observance. Kind of like Maple Festival or something like that in one yeah, of these West Virginia towns. Yeah, like the mm-hmm. Garlic Festival or, you know. Uh, I'll find the Manhattan Garlic Festival. Walk into a real shop, you're going to have people from the area from, that actually live in that town working the shop. So I'll attract the attention of the nearest friendly looking person and ask them for a location of Raymond Stewart. Raymond Stewart. Raymond Stewart. Well, the Stewarts have an old uh, uh, inn up the way. Uh, he points north. And uh, they sell some general merchandise out of there. Sounds like the place. Thank you. Yeah, see? <laughs> Though he's probably closed today. <laughs> well, we go check it out. At least we know where it is. All right. Um... You start to head out of town. It's not a very big town. It's, I mean, it's a small community. Um, there's a few mercantiles. There's a few businesses. But uh, after you get through that, uh, those buildings, so you quickly leave town and enter farm country again. Um, you can't see a building immediately as you leave town, but off in the distance, maybe... In, mile and a half, you can see a trail of smoke. <clears throat> Am I staying at this inn? Or do you guys want to pick me up before you head out there? Uh, no, you're you're not headed, you're... I'm later. Okay. Yeah, Zoronel Zer- is going to stay in town and set up a... Uh, uh, a meeting. A meeting, yeah. Okay. By setting up shop. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> he knows if he hangs a certain symbol outside of his shop, he attracts... Outside of his pony. Yeah. <laughs> his blanket. <laughs> he knows if he hangs this particular thing outside his blanket. Okay. He, uh, he's hopefully will contact somebody. Gotcha. So does everybody head north or out of town again? Well, I guess we're moving his group. Is there anything we wanted to do in the... Uh Bizarre marketplace before. Well, there's some out. very tasty vittles being sold on the uh, various rugs. <laughs> I'll sample them. Garlic ice cream? <laughs> no garlic ice cream. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know they they run the gamut from from pretty mediocre to downright tasty. Um, there's a chicken meat pie that is especially good. One can learn a lot from a locality by eating their food. Sarah Jane likes the meat pies. 
There's also a pickle vendor. Oh, pickles, wonderful. Here, <laughs> Sabre, uh, you should have some of these. They're really good. <laughs> pickles. In my mind, I'm screaming. <laughs> um, as you head north, there's a, there's a light snow. Uh, very, very light. Uh, it is cool. And uh, as you travel, you, you see the uh, log in uh, up ahead. It's got a sign that's hanging from one nail. And uh, it, it looks a little bit worn down. And as you approach, you see that it does say Stuart's on it. Um, and it's, it's looking closed. I'll knock on the door. You knock on the door, and uh, there's no answer right away. A few minutes go by. There's still no answer. All right. I'm already 106 years old. I don't mind waiting. <laughs> <laughs> knock on the door again. Still no answer. There's a... Uh, it's a small uh, building, two stories. Uh, there's a large window in the front that's boarded. There's a door to the side as you approach. Does it look occupied or abandoned? Uh, it looks... Uh, there's a, a bit of dirt accumulated on the porch that hasn't been swept in a while. I mean, you said the, the, the window was boarded. Yeah, it's shuttered and... and what do you call it? The... Uh, Bard. Bard. Okay. Uh, check out the stable. Okay. There's a stable in the back. There's uh, Are animals in it? A dog. Otherwise, it's empty. Is the hay fresh? No. Hmm. Is the uh, dog look well-fed? Or does it look kind of stray? Well... It looks fairly well fed. Not a, not a. Like it's not skin and bone. Can the ranger talk to the dog? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can try. Does he have a spell for that? Um. Sarah Jane says, "Surely the the woodland elf. He knows the, the languages of animals. He can talk to." <laughs> <laughs> How would Sarah Jane know so much about the wooden and elf? <laughs> I don't think I really do. I mean, I have... Uh, um, it's the way it always is in the stories. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got a handle the animal, but that's about it. I don't really have anything that we've talked to. Unless there's some... Ooh, I can learn stuff. Said I don't even have a companion animal. Sarah Jane says that. I'm sure it's only a matter of time. <laughs> no, maybe it's here in front of me now, huh? <laughs> when Rob's the DM, it's always a little bit. Somebody's gonna get some kind of. Maybe I could, I could try and. Uh... I just realized that. I don't really have anything to talk to. I haven't picked up my spells. Actually, everybody make a uh, perception check. I'll make one for Sarah. <laughs> Wow, Sarah rolls an 18. I'm sure she's probably got a point of wisdom. Yeah, yeah. We'll make it a 19. Ooh, look at that. An 18. Nine, uh, 15, yeah. 
For once, I rolled high <laughs> on the purple dice! I rolled high on the purple dice! And perception is plus... Nobody touch that purple dice for the rest of the night, because guarantee is... So I'm at a 19, I think. You had wisdom, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anybody 19. rolled it over a 16? I think most everybody... everybody. <laughs> uh, can hear a slight snoring coming from uh, high in the barn. In the barn? Uh, high up in the barn. Go on in the barn. Hmm. Doors open. Severick, go up and see who it is. I don't know, that snoring sounds kind of evil. I'm going to go in. <laughs> I'm going to go in, because I, I probably can move the quietest, I guess. Go up. Just to see, see if I can... It's up, up high, so I'm sure I have to climb some ladders and stuff, right? There's a there's a ladder that goes up to the, right. to the top loft. I'm just so. going to climb up. Not sure I'll let climb up. Not trying to be, like, super stealthy or anything. Just right. climbing up. You climb up, um, and at the top, sprawled on the hay, is uh, an older man, um, probably in his 60s, maybe... Not too much older than that. It's all loose hay up there, like the old way they used to do it. Just threw it up in the top loft. Yeah, he sort of made a nest. There's a, there's yeah. a blanket. He's half under the blanket and sprawled yeah. out. There's a, some sort of jug lying next to him. <laughs> Somebody's been drinking some spirits. <laughs> You're celebrating the garlic festival. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see here. It's garlic schnapps. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't look like anybody we should know, or does he? A description of anybody we should know. Um, he's a he's a real tall, thin fellow, uh, not dressed especially well. Um, he doesn't seem to fit the description of anybody. From All right. Well, I'll just kind of creep back downstairs and tell everybody. But I'm not going to try and wake him up yet. And uh, well, maybe we should go back to town and find it in. Try and find Mr. Stewart in the morning. I can go up and wake him up, but I don't know what he is. He's obviously been drinking. <laughs> you hear, uh, well, obviously he's, he's staying in Mr. Stewart's bar. Maybe we should get him out of there. Find out if he has a right to be there. It might be Mr. Stewart. <laughs> well, that would be embarrassing. <clears throat> I don't mind waiting for the morning. I'll sit outside. <laughs> you, hear, you hear a loud snort, and you hear a bottle tip over, and liquid start to pour out of it. <laughs> I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take my uh, piece of ash that I've been working on. <laughs> I'm just gonna wrap on the side of the barn with it. Should make a loud enough noise. <laughs> uh, you just hear another loud. <laughs> <laughs> Damn him! Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll just go up and wake him up. All right. Climb Not up like there. I'm gonna climb up. I'm gonna get sit on the hay, like kind of next to him, kind of behind him, you know. Whisper in his ear. Yeah, uh, just tap on Nuzzle him. A little bit. <laughs> no, no. But you know, I'm sitting there, just kind of like take my uh, my stat or you know, my bow in progress, and just kind of tap him until he wakes up. Hey, he's doing butt, <laughs> sir. Huh. What are you doing up here, you mutt? <laughs> There's no mutts up here. <laughs> you can't have my whiskey. <laughs> Don't want your whiskey. Just want your time. You can't have my time either. <laughs> Do you live here? 
Sure. What's your name? Danny. Ray Stewart. Danny Ray Stewart? <laughs> Not Danny Ray Stewart, just Ray Stewart. <laughs> Ray Stewart, we're Raymond Stewart, who we're looking for, yeah. What's your last name, Danny? Drew. What are you doing in this barn? I'm drinking. Obviously. <laughs> what are you doing in this barn? I'm trying to find a Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> Do you know where they are? Damn drunk. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> but where's Mr. Stewart? <laughs> and I won't leave you alone until you tell me where Mr. Stewart is. You're in his barn. <laughs> I'll bet you another whiskey. I can tell you where he's at. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see how drunk he is. I bet you another whiskey you can. All right. (laughs) He pulls himself up. You. Touch this whiskey is mine. He walks over to the edge of the loft uh-huh. and trips on the hay. <laughs> okay. You grab him. <laughs> uh, make a dex check. <laughs> Thank goodness for plus three on dex. <laughs> Mr. Drew's about to take a header off the ball. Oh, he sure as hell is. Because <laughs> <laughs> this elf was too far away when he did that. A nine. Everybody <laughs> have feather fall already? <laughs> he staggers right along the edge of the loft uh-huh. and then throws one foot out and catches a beam and walks right out above on one beam. <laughs> Swings down with one hand. Uh, and everybody make a reflex check. <laughs> I have, uh... Uh, Except Except me. Um, 16 for Sarah. Oh, I got a 2. 16 for me. Oh, wait, no, I get to add that on there. I'm sorry, 21. (laughs) You saw it coming. (laughs) (laughs) But he pretty much lands... On the party. On <laughs> it's only fair. <laughs> the two. Oh, Severin! Oh, get off of him! What are you doing to me, Severin? <laughs> he just told me that he's also with child. <laughs> 60 some odd year old man. You'll have to awesome. travel with us as well. <laughs> You, uh, you take two points of, uh... <laughs> of drunk damage. <laughs> dual damage. Belligerent damage. <laughs> and 12 points of drool. Yeah. <laughs> 12 points of drool. <laughs> He's laying on the ground and he says, Watch that step is a big one. <laughs> 
<laughs> Question yeah. after Matt. Sarah will attempt to pull Push him off away. Of <laughs> All right, he stands back I up. I hop on down. <laughs> Not quite as... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Are you Mr. Stewart? He's not Mrs. Mr. Stewart. Where's Mr. Stewart? Did he take damage also? He's he gonna, may have. <laughs> he's going to show us where he He probably did, but he's certainly not showing like he feels anything. <laughs> okay. Uh, Stewart. Stewart. Oh, yeah, whiskey. <laughs> okay. Mr. Whiskey? Where's the door? <laughs> <laughs> this, the dog runs in at this point mm-hmm. and starts uh, tripping him up. <laughs> He's trying to walk towards the door. Uh, he definitely avoids the dog. Okay, makes it outside of the door. Mm-hmm. Stands with both hands on his hips and points back the way he came. <laughs> he says, "He's that way." Yeah, the other end, um, mother's end, that's where he said he was going. At the mother's end? Mother's end. Are you sure sure he's there? That's where he said he was going. Are you sure he's there? He takes all this stuff and goes down to mother's end. (laughs) He doesn't sound sure. (laughs) <laughs> we can go check out Mother's Inn. Okay. And he owes me 20 gold. At least. I'm going with you. <laughs> <laughs> At which point he falls over. <laughs> I said it's uh Shall we, we hop on up, Sever, and I'll get him on the other side. I'll just leave there. <laughs> Yeah, we, we can't leave him in the snow. <laughs> it's inside the barn. No, he stepped outside the barn. Oh, yeah. I, I but, I, but I have this handy bottle of whiskey that I'm going to set right next to him. He'll be warm. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess we can drag him back into the barn. Let's pull him in. All right. Sarah helps make him comfortable. You're going to drag him all the way back up to the hayloft? No. no. Leaving the bottom part of the barn. <laughs> I'm just going to drag him in the hayloft. Because the bottom part of the barn is actually pretty cool. Does he have a blanket? It was one upstairs. Go get it. <laughs> but we can't leave him here with no blanket. He'll freeze. I just love the way she asks. <laughs> yeah. Saverin? Could you get your blanket? <laughs> <laughs> I do enough around no, here. I'm, I'm the guy. Severin's wearing shield. too much armor. You <laughs> I have the shield. I'm just gonna. I'll huff and go get the blanket and bring it back down. <laughs> I should just play the whole thing as Sarah. Welcome, new character to the party. <laughs> Sarah! So, <laughs> Sarah, like Sarah, Sarah could be a rose. Sarah, the pregnant commoner. <laughs> this could all be like an elaborate ruse. <laughs> She's really a seven-year-old assassin. Weapon. <laughs> it's favorite, yeah, favorite weapon. The I will stop the prop- it, like the, <laughs> it'll stop the prophecy from happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Alright, so. So you get him fixed up with his. Whiskey soaked blanket. <laughs> okay. And his whiskey. 
It was and dog. It was dog and maybe some hay. Mm-hmm. And uh, the dog sits there and looks whiskey out of his face. <laughs> and he says, oh, I'm real hungry. You got any food? Sarah Jane will give him a meat pie. She saved it. Sure. She's been eating ever since they left that. <laughs> I couldn't possibly eat your meat pie. No, she no, hasn't, no, it's uh, okay. She hasn't stopped eating since we did. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't stopped eating ever. Pregnant. <laughs> he says, you know, if you feed me meat pies every day for a week, we're married. I'm already spoken for. Oh. oh. No, no, no. I make a difference. More meat pie. <laughs> In that case, I'll take your meat pie. All right. <laughs> he gives him a meat pie. He devours it. Fighting the dog off. <laughs> Losing. Unsuccessfully. <laughs> Damn, what? Back to town. Back to town. To where we came, right? Yeah. We had to go back to the other... Right, which is probably on the other side of town. <laughs> so back in town... I do believe that man was drunk. <laughs> All right. What gave you that idea? <laughs> Zernal has his uh, little shop set out, and he's trying to make a few more copper before he heads north. Not for a couple more weeks. <laughs> I just picked my second level spells. Oh. Hang on, where are they? Uh, oh, yeah, that's a bad one. Oh, that's an even worse one. Okay. <laughs> Two. What'd you get? Invisibility and detect thoughts. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> not invisible. Uh, not, not to pick thoughts, but invisibility. All right. So Zerum's got his 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 blanket set out. He's got his uh, couple of alchemical things set out there. Okay, I mean, he's got his little secret sign. Secret sign, which is really more he's more concerned about. He's reading a book and okay. hoping somebody shows up. Well, as as he's as he's sitting there, well, he's like to hear somebody say. Uh, I know you. Only when the crows are crying. What are you talking about? I don't know. That's what he said to say. I believe you work for for Galen. Yes, Galen. I worked for Galen too one time. I think I remember you. Mm, uh, Victor. Sure, why not? (laughs) Your name's not Victor? Sure, why not? Is it Victor or Ask not? him again. <laughs> you can call me Victor. Okay, Kevin I'll call you Victor. Victor. I'm not here, am I? We did some business. No, you're not there. We did some business. I had some business with your boss. Yeah, well, through me. Yeah. But uh, you were good to your word. I remember it. You did exactly what you said you would do. No questions. That is my job. I have some friends... Uh, Business associates. Yeah, friends. They, uh... I have to head north back to Galen. But I need somebody to sort of... Fill the gap, as it were. Oh. A company's in. Yeah. Now, granted, it's not a... Paying job, per se. Well, it was nice talking to you. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. Hear me out. Um... Okay. I've made enough to pay back Gail. Get myself out of my apprenticeship, finally. Congratulations. 
before I even have to do... Well, this group has been very instrumental in my gathering this cash together. I see. They have um, a task to complete, which could be very profitable. Who is the task? And it's not so much a who. Where is the task? Ah, good question. They're following. What is the task? <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a, a great treasure hidden uh, for a while. Flat rate. No percentages. No percentages. Flat rate. How long? Two weeks tops. Fifty. I want to get out of town. I give you 50 flat rate. You do the job. Come back. I do the job. No harm comes to them. I will not. uh, Okay. I will do the job. Give give (laughs) me your word. You may take no action that will harm them. No way. If you are paying me to protect them, then I will do that to the best of my ability. From a former thief? (laughs) Get them where they're going. Help them get them where they're going. Help them get back. What kind of where? Where are they going? Uh, Somewhere to the west. We were doing a survey out west. We did a little survey. We came back, found some interesting things. I think this is a similar job. All right. Well, I wouldn't make my services available to them. They can use me however they like. Check. He shakes. <laughs> I know you're a man of your word. Fifty gold. I'll come with it somehow. I hope they make that much. <laughs> Half in advance. Half in advance. Half in advance. Okay. All right. Scrounge out twenty-five of my lowest coins. Okay. <laughs> it di- disappears into his vest. When and where? You stay here. They're coming back to me. I will be back in half an hour. Okay. Okay. He disappears again into the crowd. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, okay. Y'all come back into town. And you're hungry from your walk. Sarah, can we get more meat pies? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you run across the journal who's got his little carpet out there with uh, maybe one or two items left. And um, he says, hey, I'm glad we met up again because I've got the guy for you. He's a real stand-up guy. Did we need a guy? Well, okay. I want a guy to go with you to sort of hold my place in the group, because I feel responsible for, you know, being in the group. And um, because I'm sending a guy to go with the group that will hold my end of the bargain, I'm hoping to get some of the profit back myself. I guess we'll have to see how this person performs. I am most confident in his ability to do his job. We shall see. 
He'll be here. In... <laughs> like the sun. <laughs> like the sun. It's a cloudy day. And he'll be here in a little bit. <laughs> we'll turn over our class. Uh, so a few minutes later, you hear a voice somewhere behind you say, Is this the group? Ah, Victor. Victor? Meet the group. They're fine men. What is Victor? Uh, Victor is a human. <coughs> Short, close cropped dark hair. He's about, I don't know, maybe 5'8". He is wearing... He looks like a farmer. He looks like just another townsperson on the street. There's really... I mean, he's got the kind of a face that you don't really remember. He's kind of a forgettable guy. He's a hard worker, gets things done. Keep his word. Sorry, is this Sense motive. introducing us to Zerunal is introducing you, yeah. 27. 27. <laughs> he has said nothing. <laughs> He's basically said, hello, is this the group? And he looks like just the guy. You can tell maybe from probably from the way he holds himself a little bit. I don't know. Let's find out, actually. 27 versus... Yeah, what did I roll? Nine. Nine plus six, so fifteen. Yeah, okay, so you can probably tell by the way he holds himself. He doesn't kind of like, you know, he's not really totally relaxed. You know, you can tell that this is somebody who is not, he's not a peasant. He's just, but he's trying he's to look like one. one. He's just dressed as one. Plays like, he plays one on TV. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Victor. Yes, sir? Tell us about yourself. What do you do? I am, uh... How you say a troubleshooter? You are having trouble. I shoot him. I solve problems. And how do you accomplish that? You're having a problem. I solve him for you. He's very resourceful. <laughs> very resourceful. <laughs> Galen has used him many times. Once or, or twice. Once or twice. I, um, you need to get into a place, I can help you get in. You need so, to get out of a place, I can help you get out. But mostly you solve people's problems. All kinds of problems. You're a people person. Solve people as problems. <laughs> yes. I am not unaccustomed to dealing with such people. You just tell me what you want me to do. And you trust him? Absolutely. He's given my word. He will let no harm. Is <laughs> what <much> trust him. <laughs> <laughs> He's already paying me. Is he paying you enough? He's paying me enough. Okay. We get out of town for some time. Yes. Well, I hope so. Very good. Then he is paying me enough. Very well, then. Excellent. Let's uh, find this steward person. I start to pack up my blanket. <laughs> uh, when and where do we go? <clears throat> we must contact this Raymond Stewart. Very and well. he will tell us. All right. So where is this Mother's Inn? Mother's Inn? Oh, you want the, the mother's in? Yes. I believe it is just over 
over here. Head in that direction. Alright. You head down the road a bit, around the corner. There's a little uh, spiced wine shack set up in the street. That's one. Others in. <laughs> and uh, behind that is uh, a sliver of a door uh, into a partial, partial section of the building. It says Mother's Inn. I, um, who is this spell. person we're looking for? I cast a spell. <laughs> Standing there in the street? Hmm? It's a message. It's a fairly discreet spell. Okay. On Zerunal. Okay. Uh, I tell Zerunal that uh, this guy will secure your share, be that positive or negative. Let's hope it's positive. Absolutely. <laughs> Approaching in, uh, he says, uh, who was this person we were looking for? Uh, Raymond Stewart. He is our objective? He will tell us where we're going. Ah, uh, okay then. I'll let you talk. Thank you. You have heard of Raymond Stewart. What have I heard? Uh, you've heard that he had a, a large gambling debt. Ah, okay. And was drummed out of town. Really? Uh, someone came and claimed all his possessions, uh, Others came and claimed his possessions that he owed money to. <laughs> um, in fact, I believe he owes money to you. Oh, really? Uh, not much. Okay. I know this man, Stuart. Oh? Yeah, I believe he owes me some money. Well, this might be convenient then for you. If you are trying to get money from him, I do not think uh, no, not money. very successful. Uh, however, some of the profits of our venture may go to him, which may end up going to you. All the more reason to be successful. Uh, is this, have I been in this Mother's Inn before? Uh, no, you've walked past it a couple yeah. times. It's, it's All right, before we go, I say, you wait here one moment, eh? Everybody make a perception check. Okay. Here 14. Perception. Okay. Ooh, 20. Uh, 24, actually. 21. 21. Mm-hmm. Perception. Yeah. It's a 16. Yeah, plus one. my, uh... 8. Okay. All right. 24. 24. <laughs> 21. All right. 13, 36. <laughs> <laughs> well, the three of you, you're whispering to Zerunal. Mm-hmm. The three of you here, uh door slam and fast footprints uh, out the back of this building. Ah. Alright. Uh, what was that? I, I turn to you. Are we on? Go find out. Alright. Boom. I'm on it. <laughs> Where'd Victor go? <laughs> Wasn't he just standing right Victor's here? into the alley <laughs> poof, heading towards the back as fast as he possibly can. Okay. Uh, as you turn the corner, you just catch the uh, the heel of somebody running off to the right. Okay. I go out there, too, because I can run fast. All right. I will uh, <laughs> be uh, getting a dagger out of my wrist sheath as I run. Okay. And uh, going around the corner with it poised to throw. Okay. Good night. 
think I may have left like a little bit after you, so I'm catching up. All right. <coughs> Are you taller? In, into the tavern. Into the tavern. I'm going into the tavern. Okay. The two of you enter the front of the tavern. There's a, a little bell that announces your arrival. It's a. It's not really a tavern. It's not an inn so much as it is a, a little candle shop. Uh, it smells. Mother's Inn. It smells very pretty. And it says Mother's Inn. I am. <laughs> and uh, <coughs> there's a young girl standing there with really eye, wide eyes. Uh, and she says, uh, can I help you? Uh, I'm looking for Raymond Stewart. Back to you guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sarah Jane would have gone in with them, by the way. Okay. So. She likes some uh, some of the Kindles there. It's very nice. Okay. You turn the corner. Mm-hmm. I'll make another perception check. Please. Okay. Two. 19. Okay. Uh, you see some dust going off to the left, but uh-huh. you notice a few barrels rattling uh, directly in front of you. Okay. Up onto the barrels. Okay. You look down, and there's a uh, 16-ish young boy uh-huh. hiding uh, behind the barrels. Okay. So... Grab him. Intimidate check. Stuart, where is he? <laughs> Knife in hand. Uh, and intimidate. What have I got for intimidate? H-I-O plus six. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. But you have a knife. But I have a knife, so that should give me at least a plus two stringer. <laughs> and I'm looping over him. <laughs> He's in a barrel. Yeah, he is in a barrel. He should be at like a negative four to acting like a man. <laughs> he says, He says, I have no idea. He went to Mother's. He took all his stuff. I don't know where he is. He's a Mother's. He's a Mother's. I drag him out of the barrel. Okay. Am I there? Yep. Okay. Uh, ask him, What was he doing? Selling candles. I'm, I'm literally dragging him out of the barrel and dragging him back to Mother's End. All right, he's completely limp and like he All right, yep, I'm just going to drag him. Okay. <laughs> mm, looks like this Victor guy has everything under control. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have filled in for him. Knife back into the wrist sheath. That drunk. Okay. We go in the back way, Mother's End, throw him on the floor. All right, he sits down. No, he doesn't. Oh. Put <laughs> <laughs> on him. <laughs> he lays down with your foot out on, yeah. on top of him. Um, he's not fighting you at all. He's not Raymond Stewart. Uh, apparently. His name. Look back to the girl who's keeping the shop. Her name is Tammy. And she's, uh, I have some nice candles for you. I'm just looking for Raymond Stewart. Raymond's not here. Do you know where I could find him? Well, he, she looks at the boy on the floor, then she looks at you and she says, He's at Miss Mother Stewart's. At where? Miss Mother Stewart's. Where would that be? Go south about a half a mile, then head west for about <laughs> ten miles. You pass the little pond, 
And there's a little duck house on the right. She's behind the duck house. But don't go behind the ducks because they're kind of mean. Sense motive. Yeah, please do. <laughs> uh, 30? <laughs> she's being absolutely truthful, and you think she's told this this uh, particular set of directions many times. Why wasn't he at his inn? I was told he would be here. Well, he owed a lot of money to people, and... Uh, so why is he not here? Well, he's supposed to be here. Mother told him he had to work here so he could pay off his debt to her. And he wasn't getting his stuff back until he paid off his debt. So then why would he be there? Some ten miles away. Well, because that's where it still is. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> and you're quite certain that's where he is. Well, he might have gone to Freddy's to go to gamble. Where's Freddy's? Do I know where Freddy's is? Yeah, you know where Freddy's is. I know where Freddy's is. Let's go check it out. All right, nearby, I would think. Pretty close. Small town. All right. Thank you for your help. We'll be back if we need some more. Are you sure you wouldn't like some candles? Uh, I believe our priest here might have... uh, these strawberry so ones are really candles. nicely scented, Sarah Jane. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I checked my spell component pouch. I think I'm good on candles. Okay. Are you sure Sarah Jane doesn't want Sarah? Sarah Jane is not going to insist that Sarah buy candles for her. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Sapper's all the fire she ever needs. <laughs> <laughs> I cast Death Eyes at the <laughs> party card. That spell? You go for it? Alright, off we go. To, All right. uh, By the way, the other spell that you have is Detect Thoughts, or is it something yep. different? Detect Thoughts. Oh, yeah. As we're getting close to Freddy's, um, I've been to Freddy's. You've been to Freddy's. Okay. It's, a, it's a little shack Actually, outside. Actually, a back door. I know, uh, there's only one way, in, one way out of uh, Freddy's. Right. That include Windows? It's it's literally a, a, almost a lean to. All right, um, it's basically you go in through the front or, or out through the front, and that's, that's the only window or door. All right, maybe I should pick different spells. Okay, why is that? Hmm? Why is that? Because uh, everyone else has duplicated these spells. It's a good spell to have. But did you get detect thoughts too? It's one of my domain spells. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, but you're so gonna. You got the tech thoughts. You got the tech thoughts and invisibility, and he'll have invisibility when he comes back. It actually works. So this is gonna be better. the party that knows everything and nobody sees. <laughs> I also have. Uh, well, it's also slightly better for you because your intelligence is higher. Uh, in like, there's so you'll be able to understand what people are thinking about. Well, it has nothing to do with understanding. It's just that if somebody's intelligence is high, is high enough that it can like actually make the uh, spell stun you. Oh, and, that's right. Yeah. But it has to be like a 26 intelligence or higher. But, um, you better hope he, you're not running an AB with a 26 intelligence. <laughs> no, I just pre-cast that spell. Yeah. But he'll have a chance of uh, um, not, not getting stunned, stunned and yeah. I won't. The thoughts, the thoughts, oh, I know it all. <laughs> I did consider <laughs> Fox's coming, too. Mm, that's another good one. I'm just checking the recorder real quick. Uh, yep, we're good.
Okay. Cast out on, like, you know, the drunk dog. So, um, I tell these, I basically tell them, uh, you know, when we're just getting here, just wait one moment. So, I'm gonna kind of, like, sidle up to the lean to, unobtrusively, just take a quick peek in, Uh, without drawing attention to myself. There's three guys there huddled together with some uh, cups, and they've got a small box or something, and they're throwing dice into it. Do I see Stuart? You uh, are not sure. It's kind of dark. I'll make a perception check. Yeah. Okay. 18. Uh, it's possible that one of them is Stuart or one of his brothers. Oh, his brothers. Okay. How many doors are to this shack? Just one. one. So I'll motion the rest of the party to head on over, and I will quietly slip into the shack. Okay. They're uh, close to the men without, again... <laughs> Quietly. Do I need to make a stealth check for this? Or? Uh, yeah, a stealth check would be good. Okay. Although they're making it fairly... Yeah. Ring the bell of stealth. <laughs> 31. Oh. <laughs> There's some uh, some of those nice smelling meat, meat pies <laughs> set aside in one uh, part of the shack, and there's also a couple of jars of uh, whiskey. Is that before or after you rang the bell of stealth? <laughs> that was what? That was before. <laughs> that was without ringing the bell of stealth. <laughs> Um, you sidle into the uh, yeah. shack and... Closest to the guy I think might be Stuart. Okay. Without, again, attracting anybody's attention, just... He's about to roll the dice. Mm-hmm. Come on. You notice that he's got maybe three or four copper pieces. Uh-huh. The other guys have much more. And he rolls. Mm, not too bad. Are these guys in the doorway yet? Yes. Okay. So as he rolls, I'll, I'll lean out and say, Right? I'm busy. Picks up the dice again. Put my hand on his shoulder. Any up, you fool. Uh, Ray, Mr. Stewart, uh, there's some people here. We need to talk to you. Okay, the other two guys stand up. Mm-hmm. Grab their money. Yep. And walk towards the door. Okay. They tip their hats to you and say, good day to you. Not. Uh, Since money. Please don't eat all the pies. <laughs> they have. Alright, so I got my hand on Ray's shoulder. I'm behind him. Okay, he's not moving. Okay. Okay, go in. Alright. Sit down at the table. Alright. Who is this Ray figure that is sitting in front, seated in front of me? There's a. He looks very much like the uh, farmer, uh, slightly younger, definitely more disheveled, even uh, after his ordeal, the uh, farmer's ordeal being captured. Um, traitor. It was a traitor, not a farmer. Traitor. Right. And, um, well, Raymond uh, says, yeah, it's me. You look so... Terribly depressed. <laughs> How do you know this is good business? He, he tries to stand up. No. <laughs> I'm not letting him stand up. He's got about eh, maybe 20 silver worth of coin on him. And he tries to hand it to you. 
Don't talk to me, talk to him. This is I, I owe you money, right? No, that's not what this is about. Oh, he tucks away quickly. Uh, you know Silas, right? Silas? Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen him in a long time. You've seen him more recently. Cyrus, not Silas, but either way. Cyrus. That's the problem of having the one-time DM in the party, that I'm going to correct you on everything you get wrong. <laughs> Victor seems to know a whole lot yeah. about our past doings. <laughs> He's got local history down. He has our personal history down. Like, I can't believe that he. we just met him a few days ago. He knows everything about us. Um, this letter yeah. that, that Cyrus gave us. Yes. It wasn't sealed. Uh, it was sealed, yes, he did seal it. Okay. Um, I produce it to Raymond. He looks at it, and he looks crestfallen. Just crushed. And he starts crying. Interesting. I'm not even sure what's in there, but it certainly doesn't sadden me this much. He says he's dead, isn't he? No. I, I knew know. he would die. I knew he'd go down there... Yeah, his trade deals and his crazy schemes came awful close, but no, he's quite alive. Oh yeah, well. <laughs> it would be awful hard for him to write this letter and give it to me to give to you, or he dead wouldn't. Are you an elf? <laughs> Are you sober? Are you from the north? <laughs> In a very vague sense. You're not going to kill me, are you? I don't have a reason to. Oh. <laughs> it basically tells Cyrus that these guys are going to find a particular... You know, that uh, there's an old... What, Cyrus is supposed to tell them how to find the location of the old treasure and that they're going to give 20% to him that he's supposed to hang on to for... Cyrus. Oh. So oh. Ray, Raymond is supposed to tell them how to find the old treasure and make arrangements to provide them with supplies that they need, XYZ. And then in return for that, they're going to give him 20% of whatever they get and that he's to hang on to that for Cyrus. Well, shoot. I always thought he was full of, uh, full of it. Huh. Well, um, well, all right then. Let's, uh, we'll just have to take care of you then. I appreciate that. He walks over to the door. No, he doesn't walk no. anywhere yet. <laughs> <laughs> he reaches for a glass of whiskey. All right. All right. I, uh, think he's probably safe from running away, Victor. Okay. I'll reach down and I'll take the 20 silver pieces out of his pocket. It's the money he owes me. Does this settle between you and him? Yeah. Consider a toast. one of your debts A paid. toast. A toast. He grabs a couple of really broken looking clay pots and mugs. <laughs> hands them out. And says, here, a little whiskey for everybody. I'll pass. I'll try it. No thanks. Is it as horrible as I expect? Sarah? Sarah kind of looks at Saver. <laughs> Think of the child. 
Mm, yeah, <laughs> she forbears. <laughs> Think of the bastard child that is not mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, many pardons, my lordships. Uh, didn't know it was a legitimate business and not just trying to work me over for something I owe you. Be a little more careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, I'll tell you what. Uh, mother's got all my stuff. Uh, she's keeping it in her house. And uh, if you go on down to her place, I'll write you a note. She'll hand that uh, right over to you. Is that the case? And the and the the horses and some food. I rather heard that she was expecting some sort of some type of, of repayment from you in order to release your goods. Well, I'm sure once she sees this notice that <laughs> we'll be getting payment in exchange for this item, then she'd be more than happy to, to make a deal. I guess you wouldn't have any problem coming with us. I lift him up out of the chair. <laughs> well, I, um, he seems real hesitant, and he's fighting you back a little bit. I'm not letting go of him. <laughs> is, is there a problem? Yeah, I don't think that's such a good idea. Why is that? Well, uh, one of the guys from outside says, She says she'll stick him full of holes. No, she won't. I would. <laughs> well, I'll tell you would what. you stick him full of holes if he showed up with us? Well, I wouldn't, but she will. I have an idea. Uh, we will go to meet this mother, and uh, you will go and talk to the mother, and uh, Raymond will stay with me. Nearby. Nearby. Fair enough. Is good, Raymond? Okay. Yeah, as long as she doesn't see me, it should be okay. All right. Makes it awful difficult to pay your debts back when your debtor won't. You're not allowed to see your debtor. Well, you know, I got my cousin, and he, he runs some errands for me once in a while. He's watching the shop for me right now. Good kid. Good kid. Uh, <laughs> I'm a bruised. You didn't beat him up, did you? Of course I didn't. Do I look like the person I picked to beat yeah. someone else? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he might. <laughs> or him. Kind of a curious way to keep a shot by running away from it. But... That's besides the point. Come, let us go to Mother's. I feel uh, real bad sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> about what I've done. <laughs> you could always do better. Well, you know, I was trying to do better. I was doing pretty good here. Gambling. Isn't that how you lost it in the first place? Well, not exactly. How exactly? Well... It's a long story. We don't need to go into that. You've got ten miles of walking. <laughs> so let's start. Okay. So you start walking. Zoranal <laughs> um, at this time, he's, he's going to probably head out in the morning uh, head north, so he said his goodbyes to you. Sure. Um, and you head on, on the path, and he tries to lead you a slightly different path than the one that the little girl at the shop told you. 
Um, we'll put him straight. <laughs> but eventually you do get there. Okay. And uh, as you see, a little pond. Um, and uh, the day has uh, grown a little bit warmer as uh, it's mid-afternoon or late afternoon by this point. And uh, you see the geese uh, shack to the right. And you see him uh, stop uh, before you get within right. 50 feet of the goose shack. I find a nice tree. And I say, have a seat. Right. He finds a, a tree that's fallen over and sits down. Okay. And scoots away from the top of it. Unless there's some humming going on there. Okay. So, I will uh, stand there. Okay. Continue Practice forward. juggling knives. <laughs> 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 Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> Sticks. <laughs> the off, Severin. Alright. Sarah Jane will stay here stay or stay with the scary man. He'll stay with the scary man. <laughs> the drunk. It's probably for the best. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Severin would let that happen. Uh, nope. I wouldn't be too surprised if Severin were to. Let that happen. Um, <laughs> she said, <"Bye."> <laughs> <laughs> Victor, Victor promised that no harm would fall come to the party, so. Okay. Um, Carnichael's sick. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, where's Carnichael? Yeah, last time that happened, <laughs> rather suspicious of him. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll say Carnichael's, he's, he's hanging around the party somewhere, so he'll, he'll probably. practice his shield work against the bees. And the, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Karnak will help hold down the ray and make sure it doesn't go anywhere. Alright, well, let's do, this na- uh, do the thing. Yep. Okay. There's a little stone path. Get into steps down. <laughs> steps down uh, towards the front of a uh, somewhat rickety but solid looking building. Um, it looks like it's maybe a single story with a loft probably inside. Typical small farmhouse build. Uh, commoner. Um, it has uh, uh, one window on each side, two in the front, and there's one uh, at the top, uh, Eve, with a uh, little door with a uh, like a two by four sticking out with a hook on it, another pulley. Not a great mansion. <laughs> not a great mansion by any stretch, but not but uh, fairly well maintained given given its size and and what it is. Does anybody want anything while I'm up? I'm good, thank you. Yeah. Walk out the door. All right. <clears throat> not politely upon it. Oh, just a minute. Somebody rattling around. Uh, here, jars being pushed about, and <laughs> tapping of a spoon on a cauldron, or maybe. <laughs> and then you hear the creaking of uh, floor panels uh, approaching the door. You hear a very low. Whoa. 
she says, shush, shush, puppy. She cracks the door open a little bit, says, yes? Good morning. I might have a minute with you. Speak of business. Business, you say? Mm Mm-hmm. And what kind of business does the thy lordship have with uh, old woman? Uh, I believe this business goes by the name of Raymond Stewart. Clunk. <laughs> Not a little more insistently. Do you have what he owes me? He may. She opens the door a little bit again and says, what do you mean he may? Can you have a business proposition with him? He is to provide us supplies and he is to receive a percentage of the profits of our venture. He seems convinced that uh, in light of this you will release his goods. That may be execute this business venture. She's got a pointy stick. And she sticks it at the door partway, and she goes, Are you dealing moonshine again? Again? He's always got some deal or other coming down here, promising money in exchange for his moonshine. I have no interest in his liquor. Well, you let him know. I destroyed that still back here, and it's a burned-out heap now. I'll let him know, and he will probably be terribly disappointed. But that's none of my concern. Good. (laughs) What does he owe you, by the way? What does he owe me? Why? Clunk. (laughs) She wraps the stick on the floor. She owes me my whole family's business is what he owes me. Why, I had a beautiful little inn just north of town. And I left him to watch over it so I could rest here in my family's humble abode. And what's he do? Falls down drunk and lets a bunch of miscreants gamble him out of half his stores. Half my stores. Now, is that a nice thing to do? Terribly not. Seems awful irresponsible, boy. You're right. <laughs> now go away. What does he owe you? I want my store back. Do you want him to sign it over to you? Hell, I own it. I just want my stuff back. I was under the impression that you had all his stuff. I do has his all his... <laughs> I do has all his stuff. <laughs> Snuffing? <laughs> and I'm keeping it. I'm well, keeping every little bit of it. I'm keeping his uncle's notes. I'm keeping his little love notes. I'm keeping his his uh, fancy cups and, and, and that sword that he bought. He doesn't seem to type to have much use for a sword. And three ponies. And <laughs> and two potions of healing. <laughs> <laughs> and that case with all that whatnot in it from when he went trudging up there to the west. 
Uh, that does not seem like a whole lot of uh, uh, possessions of an inn. Well, of course, uh, they took them all. Four to five travelers. <laughs> now go away. You're making me tired. Well, I fear I shall make you far more tired before this is done. But take care. We'll talk again. Hmm. Here, lock sliding, please. And a dog bark. Woo! <laughs> Alright, go back over to uh, Scary Man Raymond. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, he's patiently waiting. He's trying to make idle conversation with you. I have nothing to say to him. He tries to make idle conversation with um, Sarah. Sarah. (laughs) Sarah's uh, far more pleasant. (laughs) So what you been up to? (laughs) Where have you been? She thinks it's terrible that he lost all that money and she chides him about it. <laughs> and it wasn't really even my fault, you know. <laughs> oh, tell me all about it. <laughs> and he does. Yeah, I'm sure he will. <laughs> well, I go back over in front of uh, Raymond. Sit down on the ground in front of him. So, well, that went about as well as I expected it to. Took you a lot longer than I thought. Well, she's a pretty chatty person. She's crazy. <laughs> crazy nonetheless but she has your stuff which uh, I, I believe based on the description of it uh, we will need in order to do this did she throw anything at you? no I think she liked you <laughs> could be he's a charming fellow so she has your stuff, which she claims is her stuff, even though she's going to keep your stuff, which isn't really her stuff at all, until you give back her stuff, which is actually your stuff that she already has. (laughs) Did anybody follow that? Did I get that right? <laughs> yeah, well, the gist of it is, is she's not giving a damn thing back. <laughs> Until you return her stuff. Which is actually your stuff that she has. Well, what she wants back is her old shop. Which she's really... Doesn't care to walk out to anymore, because on account of her legs. But, you know, her old shop has been closed for three years now. Is that the old inn outside town? Yeah, the one to the north. Why, me and Danny used to to uh, run a pretty good shop there. So if it's closed, why doesn't she just walk her tired legs over there and take it back? Well, because there's nothing there now. The building is still there. Oh, sure, the building's there. I'm not going at it. But what is it exactly that she wants then? She doesn't want the building. There isn't anything in it. She doesn't want your stuff. What is wrong with the building? It's not safe. Why is it not safe? Well, there was a fire. Looked alright from the outside. Oh, sure, it looks good from the outside. 
<laughs> I get the feeling there is something you are not saying. <laughs> I think it would be a good idea for you to say. Okay, why is this all my fault? What's going on here? I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just trying to get your stuff back so that you can help us. This is, okay, okay. The still caught fire. It burned a hole right up through the middle of the end. And she holds that against me. She's going to hold that against me for the rest of my life. Or her life. No, oh, speaking of which, she had destroyed your other still. She what? He tries to run off. Nope. <laughs> uh, make a dexter. Or a, uh, a combat maneuver. <laughs> uh, that'd be 20... Yeah, you <laughs> Something. <clears throat> you don't get the idea that he's terribly dexterous. Yeah. Um, 23. <laughs> <coughs> says, dang. That was the only thing I had bringing money in. Well, except for the candles. Candles really belong to Tammy. She's doing a much better job at it than you are. What exactly did she lose? Her mind. She lost her mind. No, 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 no. You can't give that back to me. Yes, yes. What? That's not my fault. (laughs) Obviously, you have lost some money. You have lost some prestige. You have lost some physical things, some goods. What were the nature of these goods that you lost? Well... uh, some dried goods, some rope, a few rugs. How much fabric? How much money? Um. Well, I figure about two hundred and fifty gold in rope. Uh, in rugs and candles and sword. And well, it didn't lose the sword. We got the sword back. It didn't burn. Oh, this is just what lost in the fire. Yeah. And the dried goods. But she's not interested in those. She's interested in the building, which is burned out. Well, and then there was that noble stuff. What noble stuff? Well, he was staying on the second floor. I don't know how much his stuff was worth. He was very happy. You got me. (laughs) She's a crazy old woman. She's been crazy for years. She just took it into her head that that stuff belonged to hers and now it's hers. And there ain't nobody going in that cabin. She actually says it's yours. Except maybe Tammy. Well, some of it was mine. But it ain't now. And she says she'll give it back to you when she gets back what's hers. Uh-huh. Which I'm still trying to figure out what exactly is hers. Apparently 250 gold pieces. I tried to get that out of her. She was not really interested in money. She'd been alone for a long time. <clears throat> is this woman a problem? <laughs> um, I don't think she's quite that kind of a problem yet. All right. <clears throat> Give it more time, I guess. <laughs> I'm just saying, 
Okay, I go on back to the cabin. Is the cabin the one with the hole burned out? No, no, no it's the, uh, the oh. mother's place. Oh, okay. <laughs> knock, knock. Nope. Nope. No Detect thoughts. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that bastard. Uh, how does that work? It's the longer I sit there, the more I figure out what's going on inside her <laughs> being. His or hers? She gets a will say hers. Hers? Well, after, after after one turn, I know how many things how many how many things with an intelligence of one or greater are. It's the second turn, I think. Nope. The first third one, turn, you de- it's the third round. You detect. Hang on, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> so yeah, after one round, after one round, on the first round, you can detect. If there is like an intelligent first round presence of absence of thoughts, yeah, you can. Second round, are they intelligent number of thoughts? thinking minds with intelligence score of each? This is an intelligence of one or higher. So plants wouldn't count, but like insects, dogs. And you get surface thoughts by the third round. A third round, yeah. A target's will save prevents you from reading its thoughts, and you must cast the tech thoughts again to have another chance. Creatures of animal intelligence have simple instinctual thoughts. Each round you can turn to detect thoughts in a new area. The spell can penetrate barriers, but one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt want to. So you're... But be careful, uh, because if the intelligence is 26 or higher... (laughs) (laughs) She's a really, really smart, crazy old lady. (laughs) And is at least ten points higher in your own intelligence score, you will be stunned for one round and the spell ends. And it lasts one minute per level, so he's got yep. four minutes. Well, let Mira out of her. I could. Yeah, she's been in there for a while. You say uh, will? It's a will save. We'll let her outside yeah. first. Yeah. No. Oh, that's probably not too bad. Yeah. And what did you roll? What did I roll? No. What did he roll? What did he roll? You don't, you don't, don't have to roll anything. Oh, it's a, it's a will save, and she, she for saves. you, it's a, the DC. What's, the DC is what ten plus the spell level plus your charisma, charisma modifier. modifier. Yeah, so it'd be twelve plus. Sorry, that's uh, level, which is three plus charisma modifier, which is three. Is so it third level spell? No, 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 no. It's a cycle. It's ten plus the spell level, which is two. It's two plus your charisma modifier, which is three. three. So it's fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, and you're just going to go what, lean up against If there's anybody else in there with her, he'll know that. And well, and there's a, presumably a dog in there, but if there's other people in there, I'll know that. Yeah, you'll be able to detect how many animals are in there. <laughs> uh, that's a radius, isn't it? It it's is a cone. Yeah, it's a 60-foot cone. Okay, so however many things with an intelligence of one or higher within that 60-foot cone, I will know about. Okay. I don't know what their intelligence level is. Forty cats. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there are there are two dogs, uh, and the, the mother. Okay. How smart are the dogs? <laughs> intelligence score of two. This is an important question. You know just as well as I do that there are some awful, intelligent, mean <laughs> dogs in this thing. There are By the bestiary. By the bestiary, they they have an intelligence score of two. Unless they are exceptional, I guess. They are standard dogs. They are standard dogs. Are there any dolphins in the... Uh, and just how crazy is Mother? <laughs> Loopy. <laughs> what is she thinking? Uh, she's actually thinking of... Um, 
a love affair that she had at one time. <laughs> you may regret detecting thoughts. <laughs> I'll sit there and continue to it figure out no. what she's thinking until the spell wears out. All right. Grandma um, is looking deeply into the mirror at her own naked body. But the body. dogs are thinking, are we going to eat or not? <laughs> and I have to go for a walk. Um, and the old woman is uh, thinking about a young man that she used to know who uh, she thought they were destined to to marry and live happily happily ever after in his uh, mansion. She's imagining what uh, fine dresses she would have and <coughs> what fine balls they would have gone to. And okay. <laughs> Um, after that one. And every once in a while she cycles around and you, you feel a very strong hatred of and sorrow uh, directed at Stuart. Raymond? Raymond. Um, I'll just sit on the porch and play some music. Do you have an instrument performing? No, I don't, but I'll, I can sing. Okay. All right. What Nothing special. Okay. It's probably an elven, so she can't understand it anyway. But it's a tax collector's jingle. <laughs> <laughs> He's singing the Alphaean tax code. <laughs> yeah. Remember to pay your taxes. <laughs> and remember April fifteenth. <laughs> <laughs> Add the boxes from lines two and six together. Let's see, there's there's an episode of the Muppet Show where they bring out a guy who sings the Vermin Abatement Code. Oh, I was like, section one, look over my shoulder. I'd like to see that sometime. Go away. It's only like a two second bit. No, it's funny. You say it's Muppets? Yeah, it's an old Muppet Show. You know what it is. She goes away from the It's from the episode with Danny okay. Kay. I remember that. That's not very helpful. I'm sorry. She comes back. She looks out the window. Says, Shoo! Go away! No! She wanders off a little bit. What are you guys doing? That's a good question. <clears throat> well, let's see. Um, I'm probably thinking about ways to sneak into the house and kill the old lady. <laughs> I'm keeping her pretty distracted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and wondering how long that would take and whether it would take, you know, whether it'd be worth it and, um, you know, making sure that Raymond doesn't, you know, get any ideas about going anywhere. And, uh... He's falling asleep. All right. Well, good enough. I go through his pockets. <laughs> there's the... Just to see if there's anything there. There's a, a small knife, mm-hmm. uh, like an eating Type knife. Put that back. And, uh... That's pretty much it. Alright. Yeah, that's what I figured. (laughs) I'm starting to wonder about the moral nature of our new compadre. So I, uh... Or compatriot. So I cast Detect Evil. And (laughs) see what I can learn. (laughs) Okay. 
Do I get a will save against that? <laughs> or am I going to have to be like uh, a and works. carry around a thin sheet of lead with me? <laughs> <laughs> well, hope you rem- remember to bring it today. <laughs> um, what did you ask? Uh, how does that work? It works. It's very similar to detect thoughts. Um, so let's see here. De- detect evil. You can sense the presence of evil. The amount of information revealed depends on how long you study a particular area or subject. On the first round, you de- uh, you detect the presence or absence of evil. That's really all I need. Is there any save? Well, um, well one second. Uh, saving throw, none. Spell resistance, okay. no. Then you so, probably will get a, a very, very, very low level kind of passive sensor. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> okay. Uh, second round. Uh, maybe, I, yeah, maybe I'll do the second round. Number of evil ores. Just one. Victors. Yeah. Not, not extremely bright e- evil, I guess. So let's see. And uh, in the power of the most potent evil ore present. It's, there's not really any potent evil here. Just sort of like general, you know. He's really he's a very professional guy. Okay. He just happens to not have a very pleasant profession. That's all. Okay. Um. What you detect is is that yes, he definitely has an evil streak in him. Okay. <laughs> okay. This evil streak doesn't immorality does than evil. Yeah, it doesn't seem to waver too much. So there's. Uh, I'll leave it at that. He probably had a very horrible childhood. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, it is it is an evil aura. <laughs> it is it is evil. It's not it's not good. It's not neutral. It is on the evil side. Yeah, it's on the just but like just a scotch. <laughs> what does that mean? It's <laughs> slightly evil. <laughs> But, I mean, like, if you go to church this Sunday, is it, like, going to shift over to neutral? Is, like, are you going to gain those three, the three alignment <laughs> points that you need to, like, you know, make the switch? Just a scotch. Just a scotch, evil. <laughs> Although I have to say, you have not yet seen him do anything particularly evil. Yeah. Can I see him, like, uh... Dig through Raymond's pockets, or didn't I hear just as bad? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Haven't I heard? Of, if that's the measure of evil in D and I think everybody here is pretty. You saw evil. him pat him down for weapons. Okay. <laughs> Haven't I ter- heard him talking about people as problems? <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, want you, to, you want to ab- you want to abandon a pregnant sixteen year old. <laughs> yeah, you sense a little sense of evil. Is she? Is she sixteen? <laughs> Uh, probably, yeah, about... Okay. She'll probably be 17 before the baby's born. <laughs> okay. Pre-smolestation. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, like... Problem, sol- problem solver? That's the only reason why I did the, um... The detect evil. No, that's, you know... That's understandable. Okay. So... You- so a smidgen of evil, a scooch, a scooch, a scooch, scooch. scooch. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you spell scooch? You can say a soupçon of evil if you really. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I asked. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it's just a pinch. Just of a evil. pinch of evil. <laughs> just a light yeah, dusting. <laughs> so if I were to like, you know, use my circle of protection uh, from evil, would I just get a scooch of protection, or would I get like the full? 
Oh, I'm sure you'd get the fold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, alignment's being absolute in D&D, so... But in this case, it's just a scourge. Yeah. An absolute scourge. An absolute scourge, yes. <laughs> okay. So, and, and while I'm at it, I look at... You hear her walking over towards the door. <laughs> okay. And she undoes the latch and opens the door and goes, Oh, who are you? Good evening. My name is Iolar. Well, you'd better come in, because I'm going to let the dogs out. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> she opens the door. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two really large mastiffs uh, muscle their way past you out the door. Uh, drooling on your legs as they go. And uh, the minute they hit outside, they begin sniffing around. She closes the door and latches it. Okay. My lord, how are you? I'm doing quite well. How are you? Well, I've been better. Oh, do tell. Please, please come and have, have some tea in my shop. Okay. Sit down and have tea with her. Right. She pours you some tea she has some stew and she ladles it out. I made this fine stew just for the holiday, for the uh, festival. I saw the festival. Tell me all about it. I'm not from around these parts. Oh, I don't get out very much anymore, but it, it's, a, it's a late harvest festival. It has to do with the, um, the slaying of a monster by, uh, by uh, oh, what was his name? Lord Alabaster Dwarf, uh, his son. Hmm. Sounds like quite a hero. Oh, you have no idea. She launches into a story about uh, Lord Alabaster's son and the slaying of the uh, squealing donkeys from hell. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, return the favor and tell her some of the... The tale of the Elsh Woods. <laughs> no, so some of the, the, the stories of Grand Old Elf fan. The story is actually quite good, and, and it turns out the squealing donkeys are actually boars. They were donkey sized. Hence um, the pork pies. Uh, <laughs> uh, do, do you live out here all by yourself? Oh, well, my. my um, my granddaughter, Tammy, so she comes to visit me and stays every once in a while. Well, it's still all by, out here all by yourself. Oh, yes, yes. It's quite some distance outside of town, aren't you afraid? Well, it's not that far from town. I'm just off the road. Oh, ten miles or so. Ten miles? No, the road's just outside. Out of character, is that what you said it was about ten miles outside of town? Yes. Okay. Well, I suppose it's not that far. Still, seems awful uh, remote for a fragile young fr- young thing such as yourself. Oh well, I have Bob and Bobby to take care of me. They're very good to me, you know. Outside, you hear barking. You three, yes, hear barking approaching rapidly. Okay. <laughs> Um, Sarah Jane hides behind uh, Severin. <laughs> Karnak gets out his shield and, uh, you know. Raymond, Raymond crawls underneath the tree. 
Victor stands next to the tree, ready to leap up into it. <laughs> okay. I just put my hand out like you would with any dog. Yeah, there we go. Say hello. Ranger. <laughs> See some hey of that wild empathy. <laughs> the ranger was viciously ripped apart. Wild animals. <laughs> I think maybe a roll would be appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that, that could be an <laughs> Wild empathy. They are coming charging up the hill at you. And once they Ooh, that's make a good sight roll. of you, <laughs> the ranger forgot that he was wearing a belt made out of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Rangers never to be seen again. It just spreads across. <laughs> what is it? What's your What's your wild empathy? It's plus your wild empathy is plus two or plus four. The barking fades into your diplomacy a bit. check, right? Or no, it's use handle animal. It intensifies but fades into the distance. Six on animals. So that's a I have full faith like two. the scary like guy and my other two companions can deal with oh, a fair amount. It's like 22 handle animal wild empathy thing. Yeah. Versus oh, the dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the crocodile Dundee thing. Now, lions and lions. <laughs> Sorry, that didn't come out. You said it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. What's your strength? Um, 14. Make a strength check for me. <laughs> Assuming you're not dodging. No. Wouldn't that be a combat maneuver? <laughs> well, you're pretty sure the dogs are not attacking. I know they're not attacking. Oof. <laughs> Gonna fall over. <laughs> Seven, eight. <laughs> you, you recognize that the dogs are friendly towards you by their body language. Yeah. Um... But they're not stopping running. <laughs> and Unfortunately, they still rip you to pieces, <laughs> but they do it in a very friendly way. They, they, they essentially <laughs> run over you and, and start licking you and uh, have you pinned to the ground. Oh, well, I'm just going to laugh then. <laughs> and I'm going to laugh and take five points of, <laughs> of slobber damage. <laughs> five points of slobber damage. Laugh. Return the... Uh... <laughs> it's just... just... Return the effect. Start petting him, yeah. 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 I tell the, the, the old lady. Have I found out what her name is yet? Mother Stewart. Okay. Um, I tell the old lady that uh that uh I'm I'm passing by on a, a mission of mercy and love. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, Wholesome and truthful stories. <laughs> this, this, uh, is she Raymond's mother? She leans forward and she yeah. says, I think so. Well, then she's Cyrus's mother too. <laughs> it's true. There's a, there's a, a young man. Question best directed at the GM. Wishes to better himself. Is she Raymond's mother? Are you asking Raymond? Yeah, we're asking Raymond. Yes. Okay. So she's Cyrus's mother as well? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would have been good to know. <laughs> oh, well, cousin. No. Yeah, not not his, his mother, also. It's, uh, his aunt. They're cousins. His aunt. Oh, okay, gotcha. Alright. Uh, um, I tell her a story about this, this, this poor young man who, uh, uh, wishes wishes to better his life, his his, <laughs> his fortunate, wealthy uh, relative, 
gave them a way to do it. Um, if only they had the supplies. If only this, this poor young man had the supplies to do it. Okay, you're trying to sell it. Roll um, appropriate skill for me. Or, um, or talent. Bluff or diplomacy or feet. It's going to be plus 10 anyway. It doesn't matter whether it's diplomacy or oratory. If it's intimidated, it'd be slightly louder. Let's try for, let's go for diplomacy, I think, would be most... Uh... 28. Mm. He tells a damn good story. I am a bard. <laughs> He's a very charming man. Yeah, and she... Yeah, uh, when you first started, she was not buying a single word of what you were saying. It was a big dog. <laughs> yeah. But uh, as you go on, the... Uh, it's highly elaborated, but it, yeah. I'm, I'm telling her the... Basic story of what's um, going on. Not telling her that it's her. Hey. Give me a, a cruise, nephew and prisoner. Calm down. Nine. Calm down. Uh, uh, plus, what's your charisma bonus? Lay down. That Lay wasn't down. my charisma. <laughs> <laughs> <Lay laughs> she's going to be getting something out of it, though. I mean, if she's well, she she tells you. I used to have a boyfriend. He no. was a lord of a northern town, not not quite as far as this uh, no. no. port. Uh, he had a, a nice little ranch out on the outskirts of Lissa's. And um, we had a bit Stay. of a romance going. Stay. And, uh, unfortunately, um, Perhaps the town of Wayansburg, I say, consulting the map. <laughs> Wayansburg? Wayansburg. Wayansburg. Perhaps Lord Wayans. <laughs> <laughs> He'd often told me stories about venturing forth and such. And, um, in fact, uh, one of his... Um, one of his men had gone on a survey far to the west to see if there was a pass through the mountains or just to see if there was anything worthwhile to, to mine there. Stay. This was quite a long time ago. Very, very early in the colonial years. And she goes on to tell you about this long-lost relative who... They passed his chest on from family member to family member. And that's really all she has left, uh, those few papers and uh, one uh, dressing gown that he had bought her. Uh, and she points to a chest against the wall. It has a ton of things piled on top of it. Including some iron rations, some rope, yeah. <laughs> and a couple of ponies. <laughs> Strangely enough, it's <laughs> enough for enough rations for four or five travelers. Well, Last year, whatever happened to, to for dear Lord Wayne's? Well, that damn Jimmy, uh, Raymond, that damn Raymond. <laughs> he was badly burned in a fire at the inn, and I um, I never did see him again. He left in such an Angry, uh... Who are you again? <laughs> Lord Ilar. Lord Ilar. I am Mother Stewart. Pleased to meet you, Mother Stewart. You must be going now. 
She takes your bowl away. She takes your tea away. She says, go on now. Go on. She goes to the door, opens the door, and hits her stick against the wall and says, Bobby! Bob! <laughs> Bobby! Get away from that! Get away from that elf. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the dogs uh, leave, go bounding back. Where's my thing here? Collect myself. Press the digitation. Dry. Okay. Right. I head out. Well, uh, I've located the stuff. I don't think she will willingly get rid of it. Apparently, uh, young Raymond here horribly mutilated her boyfriend. Everybody looks at Raymond? What? It was an accident. <clears throat> you will excuse me for a few minutes. I gotta drag Raymond behind some trees. No! No, 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 no! He starts screaming. No. Struggling. <laughs> do I need to make an intimidate check here? Strength check. Combat maneuver? Yeah. We'll do combat. Take, take your Take your pick. Alright, I'll go for comment. Uh, oh, not great. Oh, only a ten. Uh, he got you on, uh, he got you on that. He got me on that? Alright, well, I'll try and trip him up then. Okay. Another combat maneuver. An eleven. What's his combat maneuver defense? <laughs> well. what What's ten plus his, <laughs> if he has any kind of a strength or dex or a base deck bonus at all, then. No, uh, you, you, you trip him easily. Okay. And I grab him by the strap of the neck and I drag him behind some trees. Mama! <laughs> Mama! Mama, <laughs> I put my foot over his chest, I lean down in his face and do my best Batman impression. <laughs> and basically, I want to know everything that you know. I want to know it now. That's your best Batman impression? <laughs> That's not my best Batman impression. <laughs> right, I'll do my best Jean Reno impression then. <laughs> I'll do my best, my best Jean Reno impression then. <laughs> Talk. You're, you're going to tell me everything you know. You're going to tell me now. You're going to tell me quickly. My name is Nemo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> I'm Raymond Stewart. I used to run a little inn up the north. Uh, what did you do to her boyfriend? I didn't do nothing to her boyfriend. Wrong answer. I get, knife comes out of the sheath. He was burned in the fire. Ah, then we're getting somewhere, eh? So, where is he? He he left and it, he was awful mad. He went north, never came back, and will not be coming back. Yeah, don't know. <laughs> Leaning closer, don't think so. What was his name? Uh, one of the Waynes. Wait, we, where? Uh, Wayne from Waynesburg. From Waynesburg. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else? What's in the... What has she got in there that we need? What hasn't she got? She's what got, has she got in there that we need? 
that you need. What do you need? You saw the letter from your brother. What has she got that we need? Uh, where's the letter? The cousin. <laughs> the one that said, tell him how to find the treasure. <laughs> That's <laughs> um, Okay. Pack horses. She's got a couple of pack horses. Uh, one's out in the village. One's here in the back. Um, food. She, she always has some food. What is the thing? That, where is the information that we need? It's probably in that damn old chest. It's a green chest, scorch marks. Sat on the swift. Hmm? What am I doing? Can you do a favor? Return to the village. And bring the girl from the camel shop. I can do that. Tammy's her name, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll go back to the village and... Okay. All right. I'm basically going to work Raymond over you okay. know, for like the next 20 minutes or so. He spills his guts about everything he knows about the chest. Okay. Uh, it's It's got a lock. She keeps the lock, the key around her neck. Mm-hmm. Um, inside the chest are, are various mementos, uh, some of which included um, notes about the mountains to the west. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically, there was a real interesting couple of papers about uh, a potential uh, trade route uh, with the Kashwa, mm-hmm. uh, and he had marked uh, an area that uh, called the, um, the Whispering Caves. Oh, okay. Does, um, uh, is the chest, does he actually see the inside of the chest? Yes. Is it trapped? No. Okay. Um, does she keep any weapons in the house? Yes. What kind? That pointy stick. I've been poked by that stick more times than I like to think about. She's not a spellcaster of any kind? There's a sword. What's the sword? It's a long sword. From where? Whose? It was one of Wayne's men. So it belongs to one of the Wayne's brothers. <laughs> no, it was, just from, it was from one of their men. I, I, I won it in a gambling match and, and told her it was his. When she caught me. Alright, I eventually drag him back out. Alright. Throw him in the dirt at Pilar's feet. <clears throat> Tammy was his what? <clears throat> Sister or niece? Niece. Okay, we wait for Tammy, I guess. Yeah. All right. You eventually come back with Tammy. Okay. By this time, it's getting pretty dark. Um, it's dark outside. It's cold. You guys are cold. I have a tent. We're setting up camp here. I have some things back in town. If we're well, going to leave town, I should get them first. You seem eager to leave town. I make my errand, I come back. We agreed that we, uh, I got my skulls back at night? Yes, in the evening. Okay. Tammy's... Uh, I went pretty l- reluctant to come back with you. I was wondering if I had to talk her into this. Yeah. Uh, I, I tell her, Tammy, that your, your brother's involved. We're just trying to settle this 
between your brother and uh, wait, is is Tammy uh, Raymond's brother? I mean, a sister? No, no, niece. A niece. Okay. I lay out the whole thing to Tammy. Oh, she is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, she's Be, before she even gets back to the the, the barn or whatnot. Yeah, she's like she's I, reluctant. I, she she has some place that she was going to stay part way. Uh, Come on, Severin, pour on the charm. Yeah, that's the way with the young girls. I, <laughs> give me a. a, a Say, a you don't look pregnant. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I can fix that for you. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Roll your charisma. Or <laughs> diplomacy, diplomacy. Yeah, I diplomacy, sure. <laughs> diplomacy. So twenty plus my Ooh, diplomacy skill, one. which is I get a six. So twenty six. Okay, she's convinced that there's a matter concerning her relationship. Are you sure you don't want to get pregnant? Also, <laughs> <laughs> gotta be careful. You hang around long enough, <laughs> it just happens. <laughs> She's taking her, her uh, maybe later brother with her. She'd be like her great aunt if it's Raymond. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. <coughs> so, Tammy and her brother, uh, Ronald. Tammy and Ronald come with you back. I um. When Tammy gets there, I lay out the whole thing in front of her, give her the whole description. Um, that Ronald walks behind you the whole way. Hmm? <laughs> Go ahead. Why? It's not like I got her pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, we met with Cyrus, and we said we we saved Cyrus's life. I don't know what relation she is to Cyrus. I guess she's his grand uncle or something. Um. And that we can help Raymond to get his life back on track. But in order to do that, we need the stuff that she took from him. That Mother Mother Stewart took from him. She seems rather reluctant to give it up for anything. In particular, the chest. Well, of course not. She loves those things. For the betterment of her family, it would be better that she was willing to part with them. Yeah. We all have been saying that for years. Yeah, two years, anyway. Three. I hesitate to just kind of wander in and take it. That would be rather rude. <clears throat> well, yeah. But we are rather determined. I'll go talk to her. Please. She takes her brother and they go down the ground. I guess while all that's happening, I'll run back to town and get my pack and get like tools and stuff from out of whatever old hidey hole I've got them squirreled away in. And then come back about, you know, 30 pounds heavier. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, so they go, they just peer into the. To the uh, to the house. And there's some discussion. Do you stand outside? Do you wait up top? I'll wait by the tree. Okay. 
Give them their privacy. <laughs> While you detect their thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that far away. <laughs> Just joking. <clears throat> yeah. Um... They don't come back for a long time. Sarah Jane's getting cold. Yeah. She needs you to pitch a tent. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Doesn't she pitch her own? (laughs) (laughs) You sure that would be you? I imagine we don't share a tent. <laughs> so of course you do. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go and do my ritual stuff. Okay. Priest. She'll help you pitch stuff. a tent when you get back. Mm. You can stop with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She's already pregnant. I've lost interest. <laughs> <laughs> so Raymond is complaining camera. loudly. He's cold. Raymond's in the house. No, Raymond is. No, in Raymond is in the house. He stayed out here. Yeah, I'm not there to intimidate him anymore. Carnac will step by. He's been stomped into the mud a couple of times. Yeah. Carnac will take over. So she went in by herself. I thought she. No, she went with her brother. Oh right, I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. Carnac is taking over the intimidating Raymond job while. Victor runs back to town and grabs his stuff. Okay. I'd rather indiscreetly point out that Raymond burned the man's face off. He really doesn't have a whole lot of legitimacy complaining that he's cold. He didn't burn his face off? (laughs) It wasn't nearly that bad. Sir, I singed him a little bit, I guess. It wasn't on purpose. It's not like I was standing there with a torch or anything. Okay, I was I was clearing the bottom part of the the Thing. root cellar. Well, fires don't usually light themselves, do they? Well, no. I had it going under the still. Yeah, it was your still. Well, I can't brew without it. Your still blew up. It didn't blow up. Caught fire, but it didn't blow up. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Take responsibility for your actions. <laughs> anyway, do they come back? No. They don't come back. Wait. Well, Victor gets back. Okay. Um, I go up to the house. That okay. Night, I can see. All right. There's one. There's a light on in the in the window. Okay. Uh, detect thought. Um, you can detect the thoughts of uh, the two dogs and a pony. <laughs> and uh, Ronald and Tammy and the uh, mother. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, after a while, you you can tell she's detailing all the different components in the chest to them and telling them stories about each one. And she's uh, 
telling Tammy she can, when she's old enough, she can try on the dress and how beautiful will she, won't she look? And she tells uh, Ronald that when he's old enough, he'll be able to wield the sword and and that's uh, oh, so sweet. Yeah. She's and such a sweet, sweet, crazy old lady. What are Tammy and Ronald thinking? Oh, like, get us out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but she really likes the dress, and he really likes the sword. But we have no use for the dress, and we probably have no use for the sword. They don't keep those. Yeah. All right, I'll head back to our little camp. Okay. The two are stuck, talking to the crazy old lady. Is this a problem yet? Uh, what do you suppose the chances are that we could get in there and get the stuff out when they fall asleep? How big is inside? I described the house in excruciating detail. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it, uh, about 14 feet by 20 feet. Most of it's filled with junk. One room? Two rooms? Uh, one big room with a loft. Okay. Uh, there's a, there is a side, a back door, basically. Mm-hmm. You don't know where it leads to. Did you see where the bed was, where she sleeps? No. Maybe the loft bed. Maybe, probably not the loft. Uh, that's right. She's old, but she can't get up to the loft. There is a back room. There is a back door, yeah. The dogs sleep uh, next to the door. Dogs are a problem. Front door. Um, well, we do have uh, a fellow with us who is good with animals. Mm, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> can, we nudge, can we nudge the ranger awake and see if he's willing to distract the dogs? Sure, why not? Uh-huh. Sorry about that. You distract the dogs, I get in, I get the chest, I get out. The kids are a problem. We have to wait till they go to sleep. They may be in the room. We're not going. Uh, would it help if you were invisible? That would be very helpful, yes. Could be arranged. Yeah, very good, then. Is Stuart there while you're discussing this? Yeah. yeah. He says, you're not going to kill mother and the kids, are you? I have no intention of it. Hmm. You don't seem to be offering a whole lot of help here yourself. (laughs) I say nothing. (laughs) (laughs) She won't talk to me. Told you, she just as soon as stick me with her pointy stick as anything else. You seem terribly afraid of a little old woman with a pointy stick. You've caused untold misery in this family and really not done anything about it. What business is of yours, elf? If you notice, all of your stuff, which is my business, as this is the quest we are on, is in her house. And who asked for your help? Your uncle. Cousin. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) DM interjection again. (laughs) Can you handle this on your own? By all means. Walk yourself right up those steps and deal with it. Fine, I will. Ooh. And starts walking towards the cabin. Good. 
I'm going to um, discreetly follow. Uh, 29. That's pretty discreet. (laughs) It's dark. He walks up to the cabin. It's it's very dark out now. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to make sure he goes in. (laughs) He gets to the front door. The light is out on the inside now. Mm -hmm. Um, He clears his throat and knocks on the door. He waits a little bit. Looks around. Then he starts walking around this around the side of the building. I'm following. Okay. You hear the pony. Oh, I'm going after him so fast. <laughs> uh, leap out of the darkness and set upon him. <laughs> All right. Do I got to roll initiative or anything for this? Uh, make a dexterity check. Okay. This is a surprise round. Yeah. Dexterity check. For what am I checking for? Well, as you this run around the, the gate into the corral, yeah, uh, it's a bit of a mess in the corral. All right. Reflex save, then? Reflex. Okay. 28. <laughs> nice. You definitely leap over all the, the hazards of... Uh, this dice now decides to start behaving. <laughs> as soon as we get into combat, though, ones. Well, that's the other guy. Chasing down the drunk guy in the middle of the night. Twenties. <laughs> the one shot you have to backstep the ogre. One. Or resisting fell fever. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> all right, uh, you you. Run around, you are directly next to him. Mm-hmm. He hasn't quite noticed you yet, but he's turning in your direction. Alright. Going somewhere? He sighs. <laughs> I'm just going to see if she's in her bed yet. Alright, go see. Okay, he keeps walking. I'll f- melt back into the night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can see that there's a, there's a light mm-hmm. showing out of a very small window in the back there. Right. That faces the corral. And tiptoes over and he looks in the window. Mm-hmm. And you hear, crack! Get away from the window, you freak! <laughs> Bobby! Bobby! And you hear the dogs barking. Right. The door opens. The dogs come tearing out. Yeah. Uh, in your general direction. In my general direction. Yeah, you were hiding back around the corner, right? Uh, no, I was, well, I wasn't, I was backing up into the night, so, uh, you know, I wasn't particularly hiding, because he knows I'm there now. Right, so they come out of the front door and head in your direction. All right, is there a tree or anything I can jump up onto or into? Uh, sure. All right. I make a, I'll make an acrobatics check. Excellent. 23. Okay, you easily jump into the tree and, uh, uh-huh. and get yourself clear of the dogs. Yep. Um, they don't notice you. They run around to the, uh, the pony and, and chase down Raymond and jump upon him and bite him hard. Oh, I better go help him then. And then drag him. I, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that Raymond had, wasn't still standing by the door when the dogs came out. 
No, he he'd gone around to the side window. Oh, okay. She I'm let sorry. him out the front door. Ah, okay. I'm, for some reason, I thought he was, you know. Yeah, out no, the back he was door. he was running around the crowd, not knowing what to do. All right. All right. Well, uh, then uh, after the dogs. Okay. Am um, I going to initiative? Sure. Okay. Cool. What are you guys doing? Just standing out. Oh, I assume he's yeah, up here and shouting in dogs. Yeah. I'm on right. ten. I'm not even sure if I'm. Out, am I? Are we all out there? No, you guys are back you're, at your little makeshift camp. I'm the one who followed him up to the house. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're I mean, not far. At, you're not at far the camp, away. we can probably hear the barking and the shouting. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe we should go over. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. Okay. Make my. I'm pulling out a sap. All right. The dogs are working them over pretty good. All right. Garden. I'll come up to the first dog and give him a non-lethal love tap. Okay. Um, do I get plus two for flanking? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. That is a uh, 13. Okay. That hit? 13 hits. Okay. Sap does uh, D6. Do I get my sneak attack damage? Not for a subdual, right? I think with a sap you can. The whole idea is you knock people out with it. Make a Vegas stealth check. Okay. 20. Yeah, okay. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay then. I do nine, ten points of subdual damage. Ooh. Ouch. Okay. You hear a yow, loud yelp. Okay. And um, that was a surprise round. Initiative. Um, I'm on ten. So, uh, what are they on? You go. All right. Um, I'll uh, whap the doggy I already whapped because I want to put it down. Okay. Not quite like that. Uh, 18. Hits? Hits. Okay. Do I get my... Uh, surprise? Do I get a sneak attack or not? It's still a surprise round and it hasn't acted against me yet, so technically it's probably still flat-footed. Okay. Three, four, five, six, seven. Alright, it goes down. It goes down. Thump. Okay. Got another dog. To go me or Ray? Uh, the dog. And the dog attacks and hits Ray. Goes after Ray. Okay. Yeah. Well, the other dog is still sure. fighting Ray. And ouch. Is Ray gonna make it? Uh, Ray's looking pretty hurt. Okay. Um, next round. Who goes first? The, something flies out of the night at you. Okay. You take f- five points of damage. Okay. What kind of damage? <laughs> uh, blunt damage. Blunt damage from a rock, I imagine. Yes. Okay. Five. Okay. Ow, I say. You guys running up there? Yep. Well, well your initiative for the next, next time will be there. All right. 
just roll initiative on 14. Okay. Um, so my turn? Yes. I'll try to take out the other dog. Uh, I'm not going to get my sneak attack for this, or I am? No. No. All right. Um, but you can still deal uh, non-lethal damage. I can still deal, yes, but, you know, maybe I want to deal lethal damage to this one. <laughs> <laughs> if I've got something that might help with that. Um, no, I'll just go ahead and sap it. Okay. See, right? 20s when I'm running down a drunk in the dark. Uh, 13 again. It is. It's, okay. Six. Six points of non-lethal damage. And, um... Can I do a uh, perception check to find out where the... Whatever's hitting me came sure. from? Oops. Uh, where'd it go? Pardon me, Joel. Uh, that's, uh, 16. The, uh, old woman... Yeah. ...is standing out just outside the doorway with a sling. Okay. She's pretty good with that thing. Uh, yep. <laughs> Dog's turn. Dog's turn. Uh, 11... Does not hit. No. Alright. Her turn. Her turn. Uh, actually, what did you guys roll for initiative? 14. 14? <clears throat> you were on a... I'm on a 10. Does <laughs> that die turned awful again? No. Oh, good. <laughs> I just rolled a 18. 18. What did you roll? A 14? 14. Sorry, 19. 14. 14. Okay. It's a, it's a 19. You go first with an 18. <laughs> so we got... You got me fighting with a dog and an old woman old slinging woman, stones at me. Old, old woman throwing throwing stones at you and yep. you're hurting the dogs. Eh, whatever. And, uh, and <laughs> Raymond blubbering on the, on the uh, ground. Yeah, I see. Aftermath. <laughs> Um. Dogs are pretty mean right now. Uh, the, the one dog is pretty focused. I think I'll uh, I'll run over to her grandma. Just grab the sling from her. Okay. Make a. Um, she gets an attack of opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah. <laughs> Is disarm a, com- a combat maneuver? Yes, it is. Short range. It's not a slave. She'll get a unarmed attack. Charm <laughs> class? Uh, Actually, 18. Alright, she takes a kick at you, but misses. Is, is, it, it, is it an 18? Mm-hmm. It's not with, like, major armor up? Uh, no, I haven't put major armor on. No, I upped, I upped my armor last time. Hmm. It's a different armor. I'm wearing a um, scale mail. Okay. We got it for free, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna do a uh, grapple, I guess, or yep. combat maneuver. What is it? Seven plus. Uh, She's only an old woman. Yeah. <laughs> How much trouble could one old lady? Quite a lot. See plus uh, five. 
So 13, no, mm -hmm. 12 versus yeah. her combat maneuver defense, which is going to be 10 plus her base attack <laughs> bonus. <laughs> she has nine. Eight. Uh, <laughs> so it's nine plus her strength and dex modifiers. <laughs> Which is going to bring it down so, to eight. Right, right. <laughs> so yes, he hits. She's disarmed. Okay. You disarm the old mother. All right. Uh, make a perception check. I'm not trying to hurt her though. Uh, it's mother's oh, turn. I don't see nothing. She tries to get free and fails. Uh, perception's going to be a. Um, oh man, where was my perception? Fourteen. That's not too bad. Mm -hmm. No. Uh, I'm eleven. No. Okay. I think who's next? Severin? Severin. Alright, uh, I walk into the fray and uh by the way, does uh positive energy um does that heal non lethal damage as well as lethal damage? I don't know. Actually that's a good question. I do not know the answer to that. I don't see why not. Yeah. I'm just wondering if I'll it's a, it's a beneficial effect. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, if I remember correctly, any healing at all immediately removes all non-lethal damage. Oh, okay. So, so um, yes. But not. Okay, well, uh, let's see. Do I see the dogs, atta like, attacking whoever? Or yes. What do I see? You, you see I... one Mastiff on the ground. You see the other attacking Victor. The evil guy. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you care? <laughs> <laughs> do I see Raymond there? We see Raymond blubbering on the, on the uh, ground, holding his arm. Okay, um, I'll go over to the do dog and hit it with my shield for non-lethal damage. Okay. So, okay. You're going to take a minus four for doing that. What, with the shield? I don't have a spike on my shield. It doesn't matter. It's still a, a lethal weapon, isn't it? A shield? Like a plain, flat shield? Shield? It's an offhand. So. At the very least, it's an offhand uh, Roll a die. We'll see if it matters. Okay. I mean, if, if, if it's an... If it's counting as an offhand, um, I'll probably just use my Morningstar and take that penalty instead. So Which will be minus four. Yeah, so a five. <laughs> so I, I think I missed. Yeah, you missed. Okay. Is it me? Uh, four, 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 fourteen. Ten. Ten. I haven't gone. Brain the dog again. Are we on? Fourteen? Yep. All right, him first, then. Him first. It's you. Um, Make the dog laugh. Can I reach Raymond? <laughs> it is laughter of the dog! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Cure light wounds. Okay. Uh, five plus level eight. Alright. He seems significantly less whiny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Alright. Now is it me? Now it's you. Alright. I rolled a 13. That makes 20. To hit the dog, I only do d6. Four more points, so that's a total of ten so far to the dog. Alright. Beating it over the head with a sap. <laughs> I'll fight, uh, in fact, I also, you know what, I'll fight defensively, too. Okay. It's, uh, it growls at you. All right. Did you already make your attack roll? I did already make my attack roll, but it was high enough that it wouldn't matter. <clears throat> uh, it goes. Okay. It attacks you. Alright. Gotta hit armor class. Twenty-one now. I, it hits you. <laughs> it's twenty-one. I rolled twenty. Ouch! All right. Mm. Settle down. <laughs> All right. And it does. Uh, 
D4, D6? It does D6 plus 3. Okay. Ouch. Oh, Ow. Nine. 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 In a good way. And I believe it gets a trip. Yep. Go ahead, roll versus my CMD. Uh, six. You gotta be a 17? No. Actually, you gotta make a 17. No. No. Alright. Next is, uh, that's it. Top of the Back to the top. Leoth. Back to Leoth and. Leoth wrestling <laughs> valiantly with the old lady. <laughs> You've got her in a grapple. <laughs> now he just passed out on her. <laughs> um. What's she doing now? I mean, she doesn't have her sling anymore. Oh, uh, you've got her grappled. Oh, I got her grappled. So I guess, uh... <laughs> maintain the grapple? Maintain grapple, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. Okay. You feel something cold uh, against your arm. Against my arm? Yep. Oh, that's going to be the little boy with his sword. Uh-oh. I guess we have to kill the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just a scotch evil. <laughs> Just cold against my arm. And the, you hear in a boy's voice, let her go. <laughs> took you, the sling. Yeah, you <laughs> took the sling. <laughs> let her go. Turn to the boy. <laughs> okay. Disarm the boy. He's, he's barely holding it in two hands. <laughs> go ahead, disarm the boy now. <laughs> disarm the boy. I'm, just gonna, I'm not gonna like disarm and disarm. I'm just gonna take it from him. You know, what I mean, just like reach over and grab it. From him. <laughs> That's disarming. <laughs> uh, disarm. But still, he's barely holding it. What's your initiative? Or what's your uh, combat maneuver bonus? Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I'm looking to see who has the higher dex. Plus, basically. plus five. They, they, both, they both go to the he same time. He should be a right combat maneuver roll, except that the boy is going to have... Like, if he's grabbing the sword, defense. then the boy gets an attack of opportunity, which will be a minus four, because you know he's not proficient with that thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then he will roll against his CMD. Got it. So, boy gets an attack of up at minus four. Which is uh, 12. Which... Doesn't hit Leoth. Doesn't hit me. All right. <laughs> Leoth then rolls d20 plus his combat maneuver, which is going to fail because he rolled a two. Well, actually, you may succeed. What's your no, What's your CMB? Uh, plus five. Plus five. So that's a seven. The boy starts at ten. If he has any kind of a strength or dex bonus, it goes up. Uh, he doesn't have a strength or dex bonus. So, but it's still ten. But it's still ten. All right. So no, he does not take the weapon away. Damn it! Stupid dice. Can't even handle right. boy. All right. <laughs> Hey, you can handle an old lady, but when the little boy comes out, <laughs> took me off. Took me off. You just kind of slap it away and say, "Put that thing away." That's okay. yeah. took, I mean, maybe the, the old lady started. will plow a purse and start beating him with it too. She, she, she grabs a stick. To I'm telling him I'm not trying to hurt him. Oh, is it the pointing stick? Yes. Okay, you're in for some trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and she pokes you with it. Uh, for what? Eighteen. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Hits. Right. Uh, I'm an 18, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it does... Uh, it's a pointed stick. Yeah, it's a pointed stick. Three points. Subdual. Does that have like a dagger on the end of it? No, it's a pointed stick. It's a pointed stick. Savern. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Is that... Ow, woman! <laughs> Are we trying to kill that dog yet? Or? I'm not trying to hurt I'm you. I'm trying to kill it. I'm just trying to put it out. Get away! Get away! Um... It just took a chunk out of my arm. I don't even have okay. a weapon in the end. I'm just... 
I'm gonna whack, try and whack it again for subdual damage. For non lethal. That's it. That's 20. It. Do you roll crits on You can't crit subdual, Noah. Okay. Why not? <laughs> Confirm it. If you get it, if you get right. confirmation, you'll be unconscious. So I got a seven plus four minus five or minus four because I'm doing non lethal. So no, no. Okay. So for so uh, it it's, it's probably not going to matter. You just need two points to put it. Yeah, D eight plus one. So you put it out. Okay. It goes down. So I want to see what I wonder what. The mother yells. You. I pick up Raymond on his feet. Push him and his mother and say, grow a pair and fix this. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of look at Severin and it's like, look at my arm and, yeah? I'm sorry? Squeeze <laughs> 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 <Excuse> me? <laughs> you might. <laughs> Uh, he oh, your arm direction. does look rather beaten up. We'll, we'll tend to that. <laughs> so everyone went... Victor? Are you, is that your action? It's, hey, the dogs are down and nobody else is, you know, throwing stones at me, then, yeah, I'm fine. Okay. I did what I said what I set out to do, which was stop Raymond from getting eaten. Can I do an action? Uh, oh, my action was picking off and pushing him. Yeah, your action was picking off. Okay. He didn't really fight here, so... Uh, Chad, Ronald, are standing off with the swords there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, the dogs are down. Nobody's throwing stones at anybody. <clears throat> Take a five foot step backwards yeah, and hold away. your hands up and say, Whoa! Everybody calm down. <laughs> See, I'm not here to hurt you guys. I'm just trying to make sure you don't hurt my friends. And that's when you whip out your bow and point it at both. Point an arrow at each Two arrows! <laughs> Just trying to make friends. Uh, that's where you messed up. Go ahead. Make my day. You gotta do the green arrow thing where you shoot the arrows and it pin, catches the boy's tunic and pins him to the wall. Go. Precise shot. Got it. I can do it. Does that count as some dual damage? No. no. Ronald steps forward. A remote combat the maneuver. The little boy steps forward? Yeah. So he's engaging me. Uh, he's, he's keeping you at sword's length, as it were. But he's not letting you back off. He's just he's keeping with you. Just tell him to stop. Okay, he stops. In a very he stops aggressive... When he's, when he's within sword's length, he stops. <laughs> Try an intimidate check. Maybe it'll get him to back off. Intimidate. Yeah, of course, busy. if you fail this check... Yeah, that he's just going to run you through. <laughs> and we're going to laugh and laugh and laugh because Leon got stabbed by, by a nine-year-old boy. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't even intimidate. How old nine. is this kid? Oh, he's like 14. Oh, I so. He probably learned how to hold a sword for violence. He might be a small 15. He learned no, I got a plus four on my Intimidate, so I'll give it for it. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> and we're going to laugh and laugh. You should put that away or somebody's going to get cut. <laughs> he just scowls at you. Um, you're not intimidating. You're too busy laughing at him to be intimidating. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm an elf. <laughs> how hard, how, how easy is it to intimidate a little boy with this? Mother tries to poke you with a stick again and misses. 
She she advanced. Has Raymond blundered into this domestic scene yet and said anything? I, I like to think that you gave him uh, a uh, scared straight talk about like uh, <laughs> sword fight. <laughs> yeah, at this point, Raymond blunders over there and says, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" <laughs> Can't we all just get along? She takes a tactic of opportunity. <laughs> Can Raymond say, can we all please just get along before she takes the attack of opportunity? Because that would be wildly appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) The boy does not. Uh, He's interposing himself between the the sword and the pokey stick. And you guys. Whatever. As long as Raymond can do something. He does something. Have you healed me yet? <laughs> I have not. Is it my turn? Yes. Alright, I heal you with cure minor uh, cure light wounds. Thank you. And I think that's a D8. Can yeah, let me confirm that. Okay. D8 plus your cleric level. So, 4 plus 4, 8. Thank you. I'm only slightly wounded. How far now were you? 14. Oh, wow. Those dogs hurt you. It's the old lady who hit me in the head with the damn rock. <laughs> she hit me for five, and the dog hit me for nine. Christ. Some bad bitches. Where the heck's Karnak? <laughs> He's up chatting Sarah up in the tent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just tell Savern it's his. It's by courage. <laughs> and Raymond. Ah, good idea. Okay. Of course, it affects everyone. But that, well, you include them in the... <laughs> including yes. the dogs. <laughs> the Not dogs the boys, wake so up from their sapping. They'll be all right in the morning. They've slept it off. Uh, any other actions? Chad? I've already gone. Take my stick of ash. Take my stick of ash. Why are you getting it? I think you should go for another scared straight talk. You all feel like you can more than handle the situation. So we're just waiting for Raymond to do his bit. Yeah. Alright. Does he convince the old woman to... Encourage Raymond some more. Okay. Raymond, talk to your mother, please. Raymond, Raymond. She suffers so Raymond. much. She's such a bad son. <laughs> While this is happening, I cast a zone of truth. Ooh. <laughs> and a zone of truth causes everybody within the zone to tell the truth? Is that Whenever they speak, they tell the truth. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> there you go, GM. I'm backing <laughs> up. Enjoy. <laughs> Raymond, tell your mother. Moving out of the zone. Out of the zone. Out of the zone. (laughs) I was saving that for Sarah, but... (laughs) (laughs) I figured this might be a good use of... Well, Raymond, uh, he starts out extremely poorly. (laughs) And uh, by saying, I burned that silly fop's face off, but I didn't really mean to do it. And she refrains from poking him with a stick. She just seems like she's just angry enough that she just can't do anything. Um, she's in shock. <laughs> and then he starts, you know, 
apologizing for everything he's done in the last three years to make her life miserable. And, uh, and, you know, finds himself unwittingly <laughs> telling the truth, <laughs> the whole truth, <laughs> and nothing but the truth. <laughs> oh my god, I can't help it. <laughs> Somebody stop me. Um, and, uh, and the whole scene devolves into a, to a, uh, a hugging, uh, oh. <laughs> I was not a hugging, crying. Like, I was expecting something more along the lines of an episode of Jerry Springer. You <laughs> <laughs> <New> bitch! pulling. <laughs> so, she says she You're loves him. And she forgives him, and uh, he says he's sorry for all the stuff he's gonna he's done, and he'll try to be better, even though he's inherently bad. Really not bad, just inherently a jackass. <laughs> um, so everybody cries, and eventually, somebody worries about the dogs. Dogs will be fine. The dogs will recover. Well, it's not lethal damage. Yeah. Of course, they'll recover. Yeah. You just go over to them and give a little. Twink, twink, and they're back on their feet and happy, sort of. Happy, and... <laughs> somebody takes well, the, maybe I should somebody go takes the dogs that. inside, and... Yeah, and, uh, Leof can take care of the dogs. <laughs> That's a good idea. Okay. Anybody else going in the cabin while this cry fest is going on? No. Okay. <laughs> some, I'm not kidding. Some other little boy might come out. Seems like a family Oh, look at ILR and ask, you and me in there? Mm. Don't see if there's any point. Okay. Well, somebody has to collect the money, right? Gotta bandage my arm. Where are they gonna go? Yeah. Okay. She, uh... Eventually, the... Tammy... Says, uh... We'd like to sort things out. Um... There's... There's room in the... Back... Where the still used to be. There's a, a couple of cots, anyway, and some shelter. Place to make a fire. And uh, we'll see if we can't sort things out in the morning. Greatly appreciate it. She'd invite you in, but there's just no room. It's okay. Back at camp, Karnak, with his amazing survival skill, has already found a wild boar, skinned it, and has uh, got a <laughs> roaring fire going. And... <laughs> All right, so we have a place to camp for the night. All right. You camp for the night? Yep. And uh, I need to go I'll also use, um, burn yeah. some positive energy. We'll, uh, hey. Which I think I get back tomorrow, so it doesn't really matter. I'm the only one who took any damage. Hmm? I'm the only oh, one I took three points of uh, non. Of sissy boy damage? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wrote it down as, too. Look, sissy boy damage. damage. Really? Yeah, I put S damage. Uh-huh. Nice. So. I don't even need to roll. Yeah, you don't even need to roll. It's late. I'm just rolling because there's dice. Uh, I'll figure out uh, experience next time around if you don't mind. No problem. Um, or post it on the wiki. Yeah, I'll yeah, do that. Post, I'll it do that. post it on the wiki. How's that? Huzzah. But uh, you got two dogs. 
And you, uh, Thank you. subdued an old woman. And a little boy. And a little boy. <laughs> and a young <laughs> and you didn't kill anyone. That's got to be worth at least 10000 Yeah, exactly. You did yeah. not kill anyone. Did not you, kill anybody. Although you did not uh, I didn't resolve, sneak into the house and poison the old lady. <laughs> you did not resolve the situation without conflict. Oh, so. come on. There's going to be conflict one way or the other. <laughs> so you don't get the bonus for what? that. What? What? <laughs> It was a very difficult situation. It was right? a very difficult situation. I mean, there was a way to resolve that without conflict? Uh, yes. Pull them all up. Oh, I had a couple ideas. But this family needed some tough love. It generally involved drugging the family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, you, you it looks like you probably will uh, score uh, the equipment that you need for the expedition. Mm-hmm. As well as like a map or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know where we're going. Where do you think you're going? Dog. So ends. So ends the first episode of whatever we're calling this chapter. The cave. The, the whispering caves. Yeah. The whispering caves. Sounds very evocative, I like it. Okay, that's three hours and 48 minutes.